Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. All right. Turn three podcasts, baby. We are ready to roll live back in action. You are listening, like I said, to the third podcast as we leave week sweet 16 behind as we try to find out which teams are going to grind it out for the potential playoff bout. All right. Who will take up the three wild card spots in each conference? We'll try to figure it out for you as we have a lot to break down. Playoff scenarios, which teams are playing their best ball heading into the new year, and our predictions for the upcoming week and how that will affect the playoff picture. The Third and Three Podcast, proudly presented by the Sports Column in conjunction with the Third and Three Podcast.com. Get on over there, great articles out. Mickey just put one out. We'll talk about it a little later. My name is Jason Fearman, the Sports Prophet, and the family is in the building as we have our residential. Fantasy football true freak, Miss Tricky Nikki Gist, who was heading to the championship game in yeah. our fantasy. What up? Oh man, I am excited. You know why I'm really excited? Because you guys talk so much crap all year long, even at the draft. It was just me and LaDonna. And I had said to her somewhere back in August or whatever, early September in the chat, like, we got to take these guys down because I'm so sick and tired of hearing all this trash talk. And the ladies prevail. So, Man. ladies' night for the intro. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Goes to show you, women know their football. They definitely do. You know, I'm sure. pissed because I was in first, second all year. Then I dropped down uh, to fourth place. I lose. And now I'm like, I don't even know where I'm going to finish. But, Whatever. Congratulations to you, Nikki, so far as you are at least the runner-up in the league. And we'll see what happens on uh, Sunday and, I guess, closing it out on Monday night. And, uh, you know, like I said, family's in the house. My podcasting brother doing great things. Win on the mic and off the microphone. My man, Damien. What's up, partner? What's happening, man? I am glad to be here. Congratulations to Nikki and LaDonna. Uh, Nikki is guaranteed at least 50 bucks. Uh, <laughs> money back. Yeah, so getting first, first or second place there. Uh, so this has been a very fun league. Um, I hate that's coming to an end, but I look forward to doing it again next year. Oh, yeah. So definitely got to give a shout out to Lazy on that. And of course, it is Wednesday night, so I am in a good mood because I'm always in a good mood when I'm talking to you guys. Beautiful football therapy, family therapy session. It's in yeah. the house and. Not to try to be funny, but to transition, there may be some therapy needed for a lot of people as we lost a football icon yesterday as Hall of Famer John Madden has passed away at the age of 85. The Madden name will live on in football forever, in the NFL forever. I mean, look, in households who have kids that play John Madden football, I can remember it since I was 11, 12 years old, whatever it was, and uh, younger generations, they know him because of the game. Or, you know, some know him because of calling games and how goofy you could be like, whoop, whap, you know, all that sort of stuff, almost like Berman-like. But the true thing about, you know, John Madden is he was an amazing person. Everybody loved him. And he's a Hall of Famer, guys. He's a Super Bowl champion. And his legacy is so unique, so well-deserved. And it's definitely affecting the football world. 
uh, you know, really around the entire world, actually, I should say, Nikki. So John Madden, one of those names that are completely synonymous with the NFL football is gone, but his legacy will live on, right? Of course it will. Of course it will. I mean, I'm sure I was shocked, right? I opened up my social media feed and that's the headline news. So yeah, I was shocked actually, but of course, I mean, talk about a legend. I don't know that you get any more of a legend than that. No, you ain't kidding, really. Again, you know, taking the Raiders winning the Super Bowl championship in the time where it was all Pittsburgh Steelers, Damian, and again, so beloved by his players, peers, everything, you know, doing Monday Night Football with Al Michaels and then with Pat Summerall for all those years. Just what an incredible career. And again, what can you say? You know, Madden football, of course, is they'll still have that until the end of time. Yeah, it's very rare that you get someone who has literally affected every generation of football. Mm. Like our grandparents know John Madden as the coach. Our parents right. know John Madden as the announcer. We and kids that we don't have any kids, but if we had kids, our kids would know John Madden from the football game. Yeah. Like he literally has affected every generation. Every generation who are football fans know him for a different reason and a different mm-hmm. greatness, right? He was a great coach. He may be the greatest announcer of all time. Yeah. His football game is the football game. Like there were other football games that you might remember if you're, you know, my age or older. Of course, there was Tech Mobile back in the day. Then there was like right. NFL game day and NFL yeah, 2K. 2K. Yeah. You had Blitz. All those went away. Madden is still around and it will be around forever. Even when future games come out, Madden will always be there. Uh, so when you talk about somebody being a legend, it's almost an understatement. It should be like a word mm-hmm. above legend. Like he's okay. a legend times three because he did it in three different forms when it comes to the NFL. So, yeah, John Madden, man, rest in peace to the legend for sure. Absolutely. And even as a player, uh, he, he didn't make it because of injuries, but he was a player. Yeah. He was a big boy. I and see him in his uniform wearing number 77. I'm like, oh, damn, Madden, he's a big guy. Don't want to get hit by him. But, um, <laughs> yeah, may you rest in peace. Our condolences to the family for sure. Know that about it. Uh, but let's try to uh, spice things up a little bit over here as we all had pretty good records. You guys did one game better than I, but there is a caveat. Here we go. I finished in third. I went 10 and six. I double locked, no triple lock. Damien, you went 11 and five and you double locked. Nikki, you also went 11 and five. However, you single locked. So, oh, Damien, man. this week. And oh. you know what it was? It was the freaking Seahawks game that I did know. it, basically. They're going for that two-point conversion. Now, look, we talk about the two-point conversion, you know, going for it. The, the Bears had nothing to lose, so I have no problem with them going for that. But it was pretty miraculous, if you want to say. I mean, you know, Foles pulling stuff off at the end of the game. It was uh, it was pretty interesting to watch, D. Yeah, for sure. It's Like you said, it's a team with nothing to lose. So at that point, if they go for the extra point, I'll be mad at them. Like, what are you? why are you trying to play yeah. extra football? Like, right. what are you doing? Right. <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah. Snowing out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go home. <laughs> let's do this. We're not getting paid overtime. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, let's go ahead and go home. So, I like that decision for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too, Nikki. I mean, it was the right move. What, what else are you going to do? And, look, they came out road winners on that one. But they in the process, they screwed you over on that single lock, man. What a killer. Damn, that's really cool. Uh, what are you going to do? So, D, you take it this week, man, because you got the double lock, even though uh, Nikki and you are uh, 11 and 5. So, well done. Well done oh, right there. All that's right. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. 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 You got the belt right now, bro. 
Wear that proudly around your waist, baby. That's it. Do it. I need, I need something. I finished last place in my own fantasy league. So I, need <laughs> I maintain that's because you were hosting, corralling us all in, giving us extra time, being no so doubt. gracious that you sacrificed mm -hmm. your team a little bit. Um, I would never do that. So I'm glad there are people <laughs> like you in the world to do that. <laughs> and now well, like, you had a dry that. run. So next year, like you'll probably make changes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Got to give the fair shot over here. So we're yes. not scrambling around the whole time. So yeah, we'll get that in order, but uh, that's fantasy football. You know, the ball bounces weird ways, even on your phone, on the computer, on your fantasy <laughs> football team. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah. Let's quickly get into what we saw from last week before we jump into week 17. We got our bragging rights, fantasy football, uh, fantasy football, free, freaky fantasy football draft. Uh, can't wait for it. So, Let's jump into it right away. D, how about you started off this week? What you took away from week 16? My biggest takeaway was now is the time of the year where you can see which teams have a Super Bowl caliber quarterback and what teams don't. Mm. That Patriots-Bills game really showed you having a Super Bowl quality quarterback and not having a Super Bowl quality quarterback. Okay. Both teams are well-rounded. They have everything there that you need. You could ask for more help on the outside for the Patriots, but they know how to make it work with that offense. But the difference in that game was Josh Allen just being amazing. Yes. Like just yeah. <laughs> simply being amazing in that in that sure. football game. Uh, the play that really stood out was the fourth and one where you do the bootleg. Patriots defense sees it coming. <laughs> like yeah. they see, they know this bootleg is coming. They cover it well. And him just being Superman makes two people miss. And instead of losing three yards like he should have, he gains like four or five. And amazing. that pretty much ended, ended the game. Uh, he made amazing plays like that all day, both through the pass and on the run. He had like 68 yards rushing to go along with over 300 yards passing in this one. And on the opposite side, Mac Jones, going into this game, I said the Buffalo Bills are going to do everything in their power to stop the run. Can Mac Jones pass over this defense? Now, I thought mm -hmm. he could. I thought he'll have the opportunities to do so. I was wrong about that. He only went 14 for 32, 145 yards, two interceptions. Yeah. That's the difference right there. When it comes to this time of the year, Josh Allen is a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Mac Jones, not yet. He's a rookie. Maybe coming at one day. He's sure. not that yet. So I think that's going to cost him in the playoffs. Yeah, you know what, Nikki? I think that uh, I like that take right there. I think that whole Patriots uh, against Bucks Super Bowl, uh, you know, fantasy that people are having, I think that's out the window right now after what we saw on Sunday. Oh, was that a thing? People, people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. That's a little crazy. I mean, I said New England might make the playoffs. They probably would. But, I mean, Super Bowl, let's relax a little bit. They were on that six-game winning streak before they lost to the Colts. And now, you know, losing a couple in a row over here. And now they uh, have lost the division uh, as of right now with two games left, uh, you know, to play. And uh, Buffalo's got it right now. So, Buffalo definitely played a really good game. And so, I like that take right there, man. Nikki, what about you? Um, okay, so I think that we have never had more of an argument for some type of mercy rule than <laughs> Washington-Dallas game. I oh, mean, yeah. what the F? It was like not even the fourth quarter, and it was like, what, 49-7 to seven or some yeah. stupid shit like that? Like, I understand there's a ton of ad dollars, right, that goes into just a football game. Uh, but it And it is prime time, so I can't imagine what these companies are paying. But honestly, like, 
who what is the ad space for the end of that game? Nobody's watching it. Everybody's changing mm. the channel. You're not staying yeah. up for that. Like That's there over, is no yeah. way unless you're a diehard Homer Cowboy fan. Like yeah, I don't even watch shitty sure. Giants games if it's that late. Like turn it off and go to bed. So <laughs> listen, I don't know what the answer is, but I mean, there's just got to be something. Like I, it is just that's just bad football, and nobody wants to watch. I don't know. Can you throw to the local news or something and then <laughs> get back for eleven o'clock? Like, right? Know. We're out of wash weather. Be something. If anyone can figure it out, we can, and then the NFL can pay us. But I mean, nobody wants yeah, to watch that shit. Nobody. Right? We'll be the we'll be the contingency plan for games like that. All right, all is going bad. You know what? Let's go to Throw third and third three. And three. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Bat, that's right. Bang it Throw out. Right. The Manning cast. I don't know. Do something. Something. Yeah. That shit is terrible. Yeah. yeah, and then the fight on the sideline. How about that? I mean, when you talk about frustration and yeah. players blaming players for not being in the right spot, D. You know that's something that you don't see often on the sideline. You know, especially a punch being thrown unless you're Buddy Ryan. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you definitely don't see it go that far. You'll see tempers flare. You'll see people sure. get in each other's face and argue. But to see a punch get thrown, you know frustrations were high. Um, good thing he missed. Dude, yeah, no, <laughs> good thing he missed. But he deserved to get punched. Though. You don't put your finger on somebody's forehead no, in that way. No, so, no. Yeah, yeah, so I definitely agree with the guy throwing a punch at him. That's extremely disrespectful. So I no get doubt. why the frustration was there and why the punch was thrown. But to answer your question, Nikki. The flex is the answer to it, like flexing better games into the primetime spot. But it's Dallas. So they were like, we know Dallas is going to whoop on Washington, but Dallas brings in ratings. So we're going to put them on anyway instead of putting on a good game and flex into that spot. But the flex is the answer, because if there's a blowout during a game that's at, you know, 10 a.m. my time, you get a flip to another game because it's like six, seven games on. So it's different. But when it's primetime, we need the best games to be on. Late in the season is where you could flex those games. I understand sometimes you're just going to have bad matches because one team that was supposed to be good turned out to be a dud day year, and you have them in prime time. That happens. But come late in the year, when we know who the good teams are and we know Washington is fugazi, as Jason yeah. would say, we have, to, <laughs> we have to flex them out of that prime time spot so this doesn't happen. Well, that's the thing. They they did have that flex rule in effect where everything, you know, they were able to, you know, move a team to Sunday night football and stuff like that. So I, I don't know if that's holding water anymore. I got to find out. But yeah, but why Washington and Dallas? I mean, there were so many other better matchups they could have chose from. So yeah, I'm totally with you on that, bro. I don't get it. All right. Um, let me go to my takeaway over here. And I got to say, man, it's not just this game, but looking at it overall, Cincinnati Bengals are for real. I mean, they're absolutely for real. And they're a team that you really don't want to play, especially in the cold weather, because they can run the ball real well. They're tough in the interior. Joe Burrow is quickly becoming like top six, seven, eight quarterback in the league already. And he's just going to keep getting better. And he's got confidence and 525 freaking. I I mean, they have so many weapons. I mean, you know, you want to double Jamar Chase, go ahead. You know, T. Higgins is going to beat you. Tyler Board's going to get you. Joe Mixon will come out of the backfield and they'll destroy your defense. You know, if the Bengals defense can slightly improve because they're not a great defense by any means. They're a good defense, a little bit above average, but if they can improve more over the next couple of weeks and get that together, then I think they can match up with really any team. And, you know, Trey Hendrickson, D, as you know, great player. He's come over there and done some amazing things for that defensive line. So after what we've seen, uh, you know, Buffalo winning, obviously, um, you know, Tennessee, what you want to take away from that with Derrick Henry coming back, I want to ask you guys, Nikki, who's the biggest threat to the Chiefs right now, who I would say are clearly the number one spot in the AFC? The biggest threat 
Maybe it is Cincinnati. You know why? Because I'm breaking. Told you so. <laughs> I told all of you. You know, I hate Reagan writes. I hate when people are like, oh, I'm not going to tell. I don't want to say I told you so. No, I told you so. Told all you, told everybody listening and watching. Um, and they play each other this week, right? So actually come to me last because I really still don't know what I'm doing on that pick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. But, D, I don't know. You know, there's – would you agree that the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC, first of all? Yeah. Yeah, I do okay. agree with that. I think they've set – themselves apart from the other teams in the AFC, especially with the Patriots taking this two-game losing streak and mm-hmm. Buffalo not being as consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cincinnati also has been very inconsistent. That's why I've described them as the yeah. system that you love, but right, still, right, because they because <laughs> they, they've been very inconsistent as well. But they are starting to look like that team that maybe put it together late in the year. There's always that one team, week 14, week 15, we see them start to gel, yep. and you see them just take off. And both Buffalo and Cincinnati look like it could be teams that are primed to do that. Um, so, but the biggest threat to Kansas City, I was going to say Buffalo, though, because Buffalo okay. is built to beat Kansas City. Cincinnati is weird because it's a weird triangle. I think Cincinnati is built to beat Buffalo. I think Buffalo is more built to beat Kansas City. Okay. Uh, so I, I think if Buffalo matches up with Kansas City, that could be a bad matchup for them. But Cincinnati is definitely for real. Uh, I loved your article on the third and three podcast.com. Go check Thank it out. Third and three podcast.com. Uh, Jason does a great preview of the Cincinnati yeah. and Kansas City game that's coming up. And you make some great points about Cincinnati and how good that team is. So I think that Thank they you. both are threats, but I'm going to go with Buffalo as the biggest threat just because of the way they're built. And Josh Allen can make some plays that Joe Burrow can't make just yet. You know, Joe Burrow's amazing. Yeah. Josh Allen Bro- has some supernatural powers that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the only quarterback who really wants to get hit. I mean, like you yeah, truly do. I know. Yeah. You don't give a shit either. It's like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Fly right at you, man. You know, so, yeah, something else right there. No doubt. But, uh, yeah, the Bengals are looking good. They got a hold of the uh, AFC North division right now as it is. So, um, yeah, they're looking pretty good. We'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks. I think they got Cleveland in week 18 now, which is kind of weird to say, but it is what it is. Our next hey, is, segment. It, is it me, Jay, or does this one week feel like 17 weeks added to the season? Oh, my God. <laughs> I totally agree with you, man. It's nuts, right? We always, it, there's always, like, you know, um, injuries at the end of the season, and now you put COVID on top of it with what's going on. Yeah. Whoa, things are nuts. Talk about being hard to pick games. I don't know, man. I, I might go three and freaking 12 this week or whatever the hell the freaking <laughs> it's going to be. It's this extra be- week feels like it's like 20 years long, though. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. like, it's Man. weird. It's just a weird, I hate it. We all hated it. Like, yeah. no one asked for this. Again, no, we didn't want understand it. understand why we're doing this. No, yeah. it's, it's uh, you know, as a football, it's so funny. We always crave more football, but as football fans, we recognize this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. You know, it doesn't really make any sense. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, that's the end of the story. So that's that it. You can only have so much football without it being diluted. Yes. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. That's part yeah. of what makes it all so special is that it's not on every single day, like basketball and baseball, you know, yeah. hockey also, whatever it may be. Well, all right. So we're going to move on from that. That was week 16. We're going to get into a lot of week 17 right now, but still going with week 16. We got a little fun for you as we get into... Bragging rights and crow bites, baby. It's the segment. Take it away, homeboy. Yeah. So if you are new to the show, this is where we get to brag about 
what we got right last week or something something that we got right throughout the season. We also have to eat crow on something that we got wrong last week or something that we got wrong throughout the season. So I like to start with the crow bites and then wash it down with the bragging rights. So let's start with Nikki. What are you eating crow on this week? Uh, well, um, yeah, I have to eat crow on Seattle. I mean, I went all in on them. I picked them to win. I picked them to lock. I was out here saying seven was the right number. You should bet it that they're going to cover. I mean, wow. That would make me look like a fool. So, yeah, I have a lot of crow to eat on Seattle. I just I just went all in like a crazy person. <laughs> they will win most of that game. They were taking yeah. care of business, but they let their guard down, D, I guess, huh? Yeah, no, nah, I let their guard down, but they are in a good team. You know, that's what bad teams do. They yeah. let their guard down, and they lose games in fashions like that. But I can Before. see why you picked Seattle. I picked Seattle, too. So Me too. I can see why you went with Seattle in that in that game. And they should have won the game, to be honest. Yeah. yeah so, I what about you, Jay? What are you eating crow on? Uh, well, I guess I'll finally have to eat crow on the Denver Broncos. I know Teddy B is out, but they still, I thought, should have been better. They Look, they couldn't even beat the Fugazi Raiders, which really bothers me. I mean, 17-13, that's how bad they are, uh, both teams, to be honest with you. But, uh, yeah, I thought this defense would do their job and play above average and anchor this team kind of all the way through. And for the most part, they've done a, a, you know, a really great job. You know, Bradley Chubb's one of those amazing players. But with the talent, like, you know, their dual threat running backs and Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, I thought would do a really nice combination. Um, but – and he's shown signs of potential, you know, I'm not going to lie, but uh, Jerry Judy getting hurt is one thing, but you still got Tim Patrick, Noah Fant, Cortland Sutton, um, you know, Teddy Two Gloves is out there for a while, and it just, uh, you know, it wasn't enough. I thought they'd be a wild card team, nine wins, maybe ten wins, so they don't look like a playoff team at all. If you can't beat the Fugazi Raiders, then forget about it, and Drew Locke has definitely locked down being a clipboard holder for the next 12 years. There was no doubt about that. With his <laughs> that was just absolutely awful. So, yeah, he won't be starting for any team soon, like we talked about on the show for the, like, the last, what, two years? Yeah, it, it ain't going to work out with him. So I got to eat crow on Denver, man. I thought they were going to make it, but there's too many teams ahead of him, Ding. Yeah, they – so when do we hold John Elway accountable – I know that's your guy. I know it's one of your favorite quarterbacks of all yeah. time right there. But when do we hold him accountable for not being able to realize and see QB talent, right? Because yeah. you, got, you got a guy now who obviously isn't it. Paxton Lynch in the last two years. True. <laughs> like, you got and they read, Yeah, and they reached for him. Osweiler. Yeah. No, you bring in a great point because really the only guy you have is Peyton Manning toward the end of his career. I mean, he had that one great season where he broke all the records, but – and when they won the Super Bowl, he wasn't even Peyton Manning. So you're right. They haven't had anybody. Yeah, they haven't had a good QB. Yeah, and a good – yeah, that's five years now. But he haven't had a good quarterback behind there. And that we know that's the most important position. You can right. win with an average quarterback, but you got to have all the pieces around him correct. But if you have a better-than-average quarterback, it makes everything so much easier. And John Elway has not produced that for the Broncos at all. So I think we have to hold him accountable when it comes to that. I agree with you. I agree. So for my crow bites – I was like, there's no way the L.A. Chargers are losing to the Texans. Oh, my no. God. I'll join you in that one. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. Oh, my God. I understand they had a lot of people out to, due to COVID. 
But who, you know, who else had a lot of people out due to COVID? Houston. Yeah. Houston yeah. was missing a bunch of people. For real. Was, Davis Mills was throwing up people we never heard of. I know. <laughs> and they were just getting whooped on. Their defense couldn't stop them at all. I understand they're missing Bosa and they're missing James, but it's Houston. Mm. Even with your second string guys and some of your first string guys, your quarterback is there. You should be able to win that game if you're a good team. So I have to add the Chargers along with the Raiders, along with the Washington football team in the Fugazi Bowl. Oh, Fugazi <laughs> Bowl. Oh, yeah, the Fugazi. And the Cardinals, too. The Cardinals are in yeah, that it's Fugazi like a, Bowl, a soup. too. Yeah. Fugazi yeah. soup. That's what's that. happening. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fondue it's a, Fugazi. <laughs> it's a soup that you don't want to eat because it's just going to disappoint you. Yeah, Yo, listen. What these teams are. <laughs> Yo, listen. Rex Burkhead's going to run for 149 yards and what two touchdowns on you? Then you know you got yes. some serious problems right there. I mean, no offense to Rex yeah. Burkhead, but he is not a lead down back. That that stuff's yeah. not supposed to happen. Yeah. That just should not happen. And you know, no offense to I'm not you know no bragging rights here, or whatever. But th- a lot of the reason why I just didn't have the Chargers in the playoffs, I just didn't think they'd be good enough. And I'll, I'll even allude to that a little bit more later, D. Got okay, okay. I love the tease right there. So now let's transition into the bragging rights. Let's wash down this nasty crow. Yeah. Uh, me, I got some <laughs> some good bragging rights right here. Uh, my rum and coke, I'm going to drink it down with. So let's start yeah, with you. Yeah. What are you bragging about this week? Um, Nothing crazy. Got a couple things right. I said that the Browns would need to score at least 30 to win and beat Green Bay. They didn't. I didn't think they would. They scored uh, 22, 22 points. Uh, also said, you know, my house of cards team, Minnesota, to watch out for that defense because they average giving up 30 points a game. And what did they give up? Exactly 30 points a game. And of course, I'm still on my Rams. I still keep hearing all this Rams doubt and hate all the time on mainstream sports media. Keep on. I'm still riding with them. And so far, I've been proven right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. And somebody's sure. gonna have some push-ups to do soon. Mm, I, I am. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you definitely won the bet there. I almost I was getting really excited about the 49ers coming back and maybe getting that second spot in the division. I uh, but they but they have let me down <laughs> and I'm gonna have to do those push-ups. So I definitely will be a man of my word and do those next week as it's, it will be solidified that they will not finish third in the division. Mm. So what are you bragging about this week, Jay? Yeah, talking about letting me down, the 49ers, that game, God, Jimmy G. And, yeah, now with his thumb, not sure if he's going to play Sunday, another story. But um, I will brag where you guys first kind of scoffed at me, if you want to say, or laughed or whatever, when I said the Dolphins were going to win Monday night. You know what? It's really not that huge of a brag because, I mean, Ian Book was in. I mean, that's what like a 12-string quarterback. So, I mean, I don't know what you're going to do right there. But both teams really needed it. The Saints so depleted. But the Dolphins put themselves right back in the playoff hunt like I thought they would be with the Chargers maybe looking on the outside. We'll see how that goes. But um, here's my bragging rights, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like I said, Damian, <clears throat> I was alluding to the Chargers. Over here. I've been saying all season, the Chargers are poorly coached. They take too many risks on fourth down. They can't stop the run. That's why I didn't pick them to make the playoffs. They have talent all over the place, and they still can't get it together. Offense, defense, they got – plenty of talent all right and it's still not working out they can't get these amazing these amazing athletes in the right position it's really inexcusable for a team with a bunch of pro bowl talent to be eight and seven and i blame that on the coaching and i've been saying that you know i don't know if they're going to fire brandon staley after one year but i got to tell you man i would i wouldn't move on immediately oh 
strong right there. That's strong right there, Jay. It's it'll be tough to fire them because they are already they've surpassed their win total from last year. So it's hard yeah, to yeah, fire. I get it. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to fire a coach after that. But I do see exactly what you're saying as far as them being poorly coached. Like when a good team loses to a bad team and a bad team scores 40 points, like you said, Rex Burkhead made an appearance from the dead to, yeah. to get over 100 yeah. yards rushing. It's right. something that has to be addressed. And their run defense has been horrible all year. I get that that's the way they play defense. They want you to run the ball so they can stop the pass. But at some point, you got to stop it. You can't just let them just run into the end zone. Like at some point, <laughs> you have to stop the yeah. Stop really? yeah, it's supposed to be bend, not break, not just break open. So they, <laughs> so they have to get that addressed. So I definitely see what you're saying there. All right. Man. So for my bragging rights, you mentioned them earlier. I said, look out for a big day from Joe Burrow. And yeah. he had one of the biggest days of all time. Yeah. 525 yards on 37 of 46 completions, four, four touchdowns. I said that they might try to double chase, but somebody else would go off. Enter T. Higgins. Yes. 194 yeah. yards receiving. Yeah. So literally everything I said about that game came true. So I definitely have to brag about that one uh, with Cincinnati. So that is our bragging rights and crow bites for you for this week. Yeah, D, I got to say real quick, man, 37 of 46. You think about that. You threw the ball yeah. 46 times and you completed 37 of them, only nine incompletions in a game where he, it wasn't just dink and dunk. He was throwing the ball all over the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. well, again, Yes, against a completely depleted Baltimore Ravens team, there's no doubt. But nevertheless, I think it was fourth ranked all time uh, passing yards in in a single game, five point five. Yeah, pretty amazing thing. Yeah, no, definitely. It was a crazy, some crazy catches too, like the one by Higgins over two people. (laughs) Like he, that's one thing Burrow does. Burrow trusts his receivers a lot. Yeah, Um, so that's something that because it's a good thing. But it also could be a weakness. So we could see that bite them in the playoffs if you trust them a little agree. too much. So we'll have to I see agree. if that, you know, comes to fruition or not. We don't want to see him to be too Brett Farvey and his, uh, you know, we want more Aaron Rodgers over there is what we actually want. Yeah. Lob it out there and whoever catches the old Eli Manning, the Plax <laughs> just lob it and he'll catch it. Someone will catch it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. Here we go. We got more. Uh, we got more action. NFL. I don't know, but we'll see because it always gets tricky. I think it's very Let's go now. Ever see that movie Road Trip? It's kind of old. It's maybe like I have. They do this I've ball. seen Road Trip. What? Did, did what? you see this scene? Did, did you see the you scene they were doing this where the kid was dancing, he, like a cowboy dance to this whole thing? It was hysterical. Yeah, oh my god! So check. So funny. Yeah. So yeah, check. She she seen the movie. Thank God. That's one that's actually in this. Like, did you see it? Yeah. Nikki's like, holy shit. Yeah, freaking sword. Yeah. <laughs> it is so far and few in between. Like, oh my god. I love it. I love it. Hey, you guys know what that music means, Nikki. It is knowledge with Nikki time. She has been going holiday style on us as of late. Let's yes. see what she's got today. What's happening, Nick? It's New Year's trivia. We're only a couple oh, of days away from a brand of new course, year. Of course, of course, New Year's of trivia. Course. Here we go. Uh, Here we go. D, uh, you went first last time or did I? 
Um, I do not remember. I think <laughs> I think you were. I, um, I think D goes first. I think D goes first this week. I yes, I think definitely. So. Okay, cool. All right, okay. let's see how it happens. Let's do it. All right, D. According to Scottish traditions, who or whom do you kiss at midnight on New Year's Eve? According to Scottish traditions, yes. Uh, I'm going to say they're a little weird over there, so I'm going to say you would kiss. A sibling. No. Jay? What exactly is the question again? So according to Scottish traditions, whom do you kiss at midnight on New Year's Eve? Your mother. <laughs> well, hey now. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. Everyone. Everyone's in the room. Whoever's in the room. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. I can yep. dig it. All right. All right. That, All right. We, short we got <laughs> couldn't get American tradition. I'm not kissing everybody in the room. Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't doing it now with COVID. I probably ain't gonna do it this year. Well, yeah. yeah, no. Even pre-COVID, I'm not kissing yeah, everybody no. in the room. <laughs> no, I'm the cheek thing is enough. You know, you like go to an event or something, everybody and it's like, oh god, do we have like hey, how are you? Like that's fine. <laughs> Happened to a good bro hug. Let me get a, let me get a bro hug. <laughs> Depends who it is, you know? Yeah. Like acquaintances be kissing you on the cheek and stuff. Like, all right. <laughs> all right, number yeah, two. I feel a little weird about it. All right, D. What is the confetti made of that falls over the crowd at midnight in Times Square? Oh, wow. Mm. What is the confetti made out of? I'm going to say that the confetti is made out of cardstock. No. Jay? Jay looks befuddled. <laughs> it was the what again? That the 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 confetti. Uh, the confetti was made out of? Actually, you don't know. You're from New York. Wants to act like you have no idea what I'm talking about right now. Have you ever been to Times Square on New Year's? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have once and it was stupid. Um, what is it made out of? I would say aluminum. No, guys, it's called wish fetty. It's everybody who goes writes a wish on it and they so it's made out of people's wishes. Wish fetty. Wow. I see why you it guys sounds like a weird bitch. <laughs> Yeah, no, people like wear diapers and stuff because there's no, like, you're uh, all those people on you. I kill someone. Just tell yeah. me now. Like, wow. Wish Fetty. Oh, wish yeah. Fetty. I'm going to go to something with a lot of people where there's people wearing diapers and people doing crazy stuff. I'm going to go to Mardi Gras. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. I, that is on my bucket list. I've got to go to Mardi Gras one time. Yeah, yeah man. That's where we should meet. We do all to Mardi Gras one year. Yes, let's do it. That would be sick. Yeah, we got to meet up in every one of our cities and do like the, the best stuff. That's what we got to do. Get blasted and like get beads. I'll get beads yeah. for us and stuff. And <laughs> we just we just definitely got to meet Nikki in the summertime in Jersey, though. Yeah, you got to come to the beach. Yeah. You have to. Yep. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Take you guys to the boardwalk. Take you to the seaside where the Jersey Shore house was. I'll give you a sure. little tour. Okay, uh, if we going. Bring to it on. House, if we're doing the housewife tour, my wife would definitely be down for that. 
Okay, we'll do housewife. <laughs> All right, let's go. Number three. In what country is it considered good luck to wear red underwear on New Year's? Mm. I'm going to say China. No. Jay? In what country is it good luck to wear red underwear on Christmas? Um, are you being tricky right now? <laughs> or Maybe. I'm going to say... Germany? Italy. Italy. Ooh, that makes sense. Oh, okay. Why right. does it make sense in Italy? Like, what's with red in Italy? Red sauce. Pasta oh. sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right. New Year's trivia. It's the Italian flag, all that good stuff. Yeah, it's red, green, that's yellow. Thinking, that's why I said China, because they have the red uh, dots on their flag, right? Oh, yeah. They're all solid, right? Yeah, I think so. All right. Number four for you, D. Okay, Which D. place in the world is the last to ring in the new year? A place in the world is the last to ring in the new year? Mm-hmm. Uh, does it count if they celebrate the new year at a different time? Yes. Okay. Then I'm gonna have to go with China. No. China? <laughs> what country? What again? What? Which place in the world is the last to ring in the new year? Um. Which place? Uh, Hawaii. American Samoa. Hmm. So that's Hawaii is pretty close. That right? is close. So I'll give yeah. Jay the point. That's, yeah. That's okay. Cool. Thanks. I'll take it. I'll say. I was just trying to get time zones. That's that's take all. Take the New Year's point. There you go. All right. A little happy. A little gift from Nikki. Okay. <laughs> it's full of gifts. All right, Jay. Here's your four. Here we go. <laughs> How many colors can the New Year's Eve ball display? How many colors? Um, it's got to be a whole shitload, right? Um, <laughs> a shitload. <laughs> I'll go with uh, fifteen billion. Okay. I'm gonna say a thousand. Sixteen million. Oh, 16 wow. million. Mm. I thought yeah. you were going to say 15 million, Jay. I would have given it to uh, you. When I went overboard. I went way overboard on that one. <laughs> yeah. My gosh. Okay, Show number two. January gets its name from what Roman god? I should actually know this. Um... January gets a name for one moment. I want to try this. Hold on. Roman God. Roman God. Roman God. Roman God. Oh, I know you're going to buzz me soon. I'm trying. Um, I am going to buzz you soon. 
Damn it. Ah, Four, three, two, one. Eh, All right. Uh, I'm going to go with St. Janoranis. <laughs> Actually, I will give it to you. It's Janice is the god. Oh, <laughs> okay. I dig it. Okay. You said it's Janice. Uh, Not yeah, Janice. Yeah. Hey, oh. I say close enough. U.S. I, again, phonetically, you were there. So all right, I appreciate it. I feel like I should know that one since I am a January baby. <laughs> yeah, come on. Okay, Jay. Number three. Right. Where in the world do men dress up as demons on New Year's to scare the kids into behaving well? Where in the world do men dress up as demons to scare the kids from behaving well? Yes. Wherever this is, I want to go. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's what again? Say the question again. One more, I'm sorry. Where in the world do men dress up as demons on New Year's to scare the kids into behaving well? Wow. Um, <laughs> such a crazy question. Um, Haiti. No. D? That's a good guess. Um, I'm going to mm. go with Thailand. Mm. Japan. Japan. Oh, that was pretty close. That is close. <laughs> Geographically, not bad. Yeah. All right, last one for one, you, Jay. One of us got to take it. One of us got to take, take it. Okay. Okay. How many times is New Year's Eve celebrated throughout the world? <laughs> How many times is it celebrated throughout the world? Wow. Um... Right, or many, know, number of time zones. Well, that's what I was, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, yeah. 12? No. Date? Shit. I'm going to go with 23. 38. Oh. 38, 38 times in 26 hours. Oh, uh, uh, interesting questions. Damn, oh, shit. Did we, we get into the tie? tie? It's a good thing I have a tiebreaker. Fantastic. All right, D, I guess you can first crack at it. Okay. Okay, D. All right. Where is the international date line? The international date line? Yes. International date line? Oh, man. It's funny. When I was in the Navy, too, like, I crossed it. I should know this. Yes, I thought for sure that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely. No, they heard. announced it and everything. There's like. They were like, oh, it's yesterday back home. And I was like, yes. what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm going to say in the Middle East. Jay? I've heard this before. Like, um, I just can't remember what, what it is. It's like, 
I know this sounds so strange, but I swear I've heard it, and I know I'm getting it wrong, but it's something like a toll body. Is that anywhere near correct? No, so it's it's 180 degrees east, right, uh, from the prime meridian, which is Greenwich, right? Yeah. UK, so. Oh, okay. All right. Well, shoot. I guess we ended in a tie. Ended in a tie. What are you going to do? All right. Yeah. Ended in a tie, but that's so, New Year's trivia. I crossed it. But I just didn't remember where it was. <laughs> I was there once before, but you know, I was it was yesterday and I crossed it and it was tomorrow. <laughs> oh, shoot. All right, Nikki. Good All job, right. Well done. well done. All right. We each uh, got a little gift, a little point over there. We'll take it. We'll take what we can get, right? Yeah. All right. Yes, not sir. bad. Not bad. I did need mom for a lifeline. I hope I hope everything is all right. She's just enjoying her holiday over there. All right. So that's knowledge with Nikki action. All right. All right. So let's keep rolling on over here. We have a lot of NFL to talk about coming up right now, guys. You know, we're going to do our freaky fantasy football draft in a bit. We're going to make our picks. But right now we are going to talk about the playoff picture. And if you guys want to get your thoughts and go right ahead. Uh, let's start in the AFC, guys. All right. So the Chiefs are the number one spot at 11 and four. Titans 10 and five. Again, they should be getting healthier. Bengals have the third spot at nine and six, and the Bills currently hold the fourth spot at nine and six due to a tiebreaker. Um, so the Colts have the fifth spot. I love it. The Patriots have the sixth spot, and the Dolphins have the seventh spot. So I'm really loving things going on over here. I may have some shitload of playoff teams that I predicted in, and that'll be some bragging rights. It's crazy. But with those teams being said, and um, look, the Dolphins have a tough road. They got to play the Titans and the Patriots. So it's going to be tough for the Dolphins, D, I think. Um, the Chargers got the Broncos next. I think they should be able to beat them. I don't see the Fugazi Raiders beat the Colts. I think the Colts will solidify a playoff spot uh, this upcoming week. And then the Ravens play the Rams. I don't think they can beat them. So maybe that leaves the Chargers only left. And then with an outside chance, the Browns and the Steelers. The Browns play the Steelers this weekend. And then the Browns play Cincinnati in the final week. That'll get them in, obviously, but that's a tough road. So, man, all that being said, um, you think the Dolphins can win at least one out of those two games, maybe beat the Patriots and maybe get in, or are you liking the Chargers road ahead more? Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts, man? I do not like the Dolphins road, and yeah. I don't believe in the Dolphins. I feel like that seven-game win streak is the weakest seven-game win streak I've ever seen in my life. It's pretty weak. <laughs> it's pretty weak. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, you look at – Baltimore, Giants, Jets. yeah, Jets twice, Houston's in there, Giants. Like I said, Baltimore, we see them now. We see where this was going. It pretty much started in that Miami game. That's right. That's yeah, right. The, the Saints, we were depleted playing with our third-string quarterback. Our offensive line was definitely just done. That's why they was able to get back there and hit poor Ian Book every time. Uh, it's for me, so I don't think they win these next two games at all. And not Tua didn't impress me in that game. I know the Saints have a good defense, but Tua didn't show me anything impressive. Like, I feel like he's really thrived on this week's schedule. Uh, so looking at the other teams there, Baltimore got the Rams. So you're like, don't really trust them. Mm, tough game. So char- the Chargers, as much as I distrust them, I would have to trust them the most out of these teams fighting for that last spot for sure. Okay. All right. And that's understandable. I get it. Uh, you know, again, Broncos next week, which they should beat, which would get them to 
what an eight and uh, I'm sorry, a nine and seven record, which would help a lot. Um, Nikki, I do think that Miami matches up well with New England. I think they could win that game. Uh, the game is in. Uh, geez, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where it's at. I'm not sure if it's in New England. I think it may be in New England, actually. But either way, um, they've matched up well over the years. I think Miami matches up well against them. Um, again, we're not seeing amazing things out of Mac Jones. And Miami's defense has played pretty well. So if they win that game and then they have like a tiebreaker over the Patriots, that can help them out a lot. But then again, like D said, the Chargers maybe have the easiest road and they do have skill, even though they are poorly coached. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it comes down to trust. And if I had to pick, um, I too would trust the Chargers more. They do have an easier road. I I don't know. I don't, I'm not in love with Miami. I think that, yes, their defense has helped them tremendously, um, but they just really have a tough road to go. I, I don't know that they're quite there yet. They do have a tough road to go, but I, I don't know. Do, do, what, what do you think about the matchup between them and the Patriots? I hear you favoring the Patriots, but it, would it shock you if Miami won that game? It wouldn't shock me. They do have a good defense, and their defense is good at confusing rookies. They definitely yeah. did that to Ian Book. But Mac Jones has a lot more experience than Ian Book. That was Ian Book's first start, and he's a fourth-round guy compared to sure. a first-round guy in Mac Jones. Sure. Um, so, And I think that the Patriots defense could definitely do a number on Tua. Like I said, I'm not really impressed with two. I didn't see anything really impressive in that game against the Saints. Again, Saints have a really good defense, which I hate is being wasted this year. But that he didn't, I didn't see anything special. Like usually when you see a quarterback go against a good defense, you'll see a play here or a play there. It's like, okay, I see why this guy was a top five pick. Yeah. I haven't okay. seen that from Tua where I'm like, okay, I can see why this guy was picked so high in the NFL draft. I understand what you're saying, and I am a Tua fan, but I'm not a guy who believes that he can win you a Super Bowl. He Can can he be a part of it? I don't know. He's still got progression to do. We'll see what happens. But I do like him. I do like the fact that he doesn't turn the ball over. Um, they manage the game well. You know, he can run a little bit here and there. Um, I, I don't know. I just uh, – he seems to get the job done. And, and it's no coincidence that when he came back is when they started winning all these ball games. But, um, yeah, uh, that'll be a really interesting game. I can't wait to see that one this week, and we will make our picks later on. But let's go to the NFC where the Packers are 12-3 and alone, um, got the top spot right now. Um, so they should get the bye, but uh, we'll see. They got the Vikings coming up this week who already beat them earlier this year. If anything, they usually split. I would be shocked to see the Vikings sweeping, but we'll talk about that later. Cowboys in the number two spot. They play the Cardinals this, this week who were in the number five spot. So no longer do they have home field advantage in the first round as the Rams took that with the number three and Bucks at number four. All right. Antonio Brown coming back last week looked really good, uh, but they still are missing pieces. They should get healthy. We'll see what happens. Easy game against Carolina. So can't go much off of that. Also number six is my 49ers who I don't want to spend time on this guys, but I got very, very sick during that Tennessee game. I mean, we absolutely should have won that. Watching Ryan Tannehill scamper down the down the field for 25 yards at the end of the game, just yeah, I, I I turned the game off. I honestly turned it off. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I know we lost, we're over, and that was a big game because that would have really solidified our playoff position. Because now the 49ers are eight and seven, as are the Eagles. We own the tiebreaker over them because we beat them earlier this year, but they got the seventh spot, Philly, and Minnesota, Atlanta, the Saints, all seven and eight. The Saints got the Panthers this week. We'll make our picks. The Falcons got the Bills. I think we're all probably going to pick the Bills on that one. 
and then the Packers and the Vikings, guys. So going over all that, we have a whole bunch of teams. Damian, you first. What do you think is going to go on, especially in the back end where you got Philly, the 49ers, or can Minnesota, Atlanta, or the Saints take over and get in there? Or are we set with the playoff teams right now? Uh, unfortunately for me, I think we're set. I think that Philadelphia will be the hometown last spot. I don't see Washington doing anything to stop them this week as far as stopping them from winning that game. Yeah. In uh, the Dallas game will be interesting, but I think it'll be in the point where I can see Minnesota losing this week to Green Bay. I can also oh, see Atlanta losing to Buffalo. So the Saints, because they lost to Philadelphia earlier this year, wouldn't be able to catch them because Philadelphia has a tiebreaker in that last week. All right. So I think it's going to stay the way it is. The COVID catching the Saints at the wrong time really killed us there. Um, but it's something that, you know, it's, everybody has to deal with it. We just had to deal with it in the horrible yeah. timing when it came to us. But in a quick rant, quick rant. Now the NFL wants to change their COVID protocol. Now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, that, I, know. I don't like Come that. On. I'll agree. I don't, I don't on, really man. like that. I don't like that. Like now you want now because now the coach of Carson Wentz back for the game because they yeah. want to change. But no, they couldn't do that before the Monday night game when we were missing yeah. 22 players. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I digress. Obviously, you hear my Saints frustration coming out. But hey, no, it, it should be regular frustration. You know, I, I don't really yeah. like that either. I, you know, I don't like them just changing the rules so they can get Carson Wentz in the game. I, I think that's I, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh in a I guess it's just America going crazy because they're going by the CDC guidelines. So uh, it's it's something that, you know, you just got to deal with now. But yes. unfortunately, uh, the rules go against the Saints again. It happens. But I think <laughs> Philadelphia is going to hold on to that last spot. And I could, I definitely see the 49ers holding on to that spot as well. All right. All right. All right. I hope the 49ers do. Look, I, I'm begging right now. Real quick, Mike Patton, what's up, man? He's saying that the Cards are going to upset the Cowboys on the road this week. Hey, we'll make our picks Ooh. with that. We'll find out. We'll find out in a bit over here. Nikki, I want to throw it to you uh, real quick. Uh, the 49ers got the Texans next week who, yeah, they just beat the Chargers at home, but I don't expect the 49ers to have a hiccup before they play the Rams in the final game of the season, and we'll see how that how much that means to the Rams. But looks like your Rams are solidified in there. Maybe they'll get the second spot, maybe the first. Who knows if the ball bounces the right way. But um, looks like we're definitely set with our four teams in the uh, in each division unless Arizona can slip in there. But the Cardinals are going to the playoffs, that's no doubt. It's just a matter of, again, are the 49ers and the Eagles going to hold on, or can one of these other teams possibly sneak up? Because, again, Niners got Texans this week, and the Eagles got Washington. They both should win. Yeah, no, I think we're set. I think 49ers stay. I think the Eagles stay. Um, I think it was, what, last week or the week before, we said if anyone was going to sneak up in there, um, it was going to be Philly. I think yeah. we kind of all agreed on that. Like I said, I, you know, I do not trust Minnesota whatsoever. Like they just, yeah. they need to play. It, is Green Bay's defense beatable? Yes, it is. Can Minnesota beat them? Yes, they show in the past two times that they can. Yeah. This yeah, they, team they cannot play a complete game. And that is my issue mm -hmm. with Minnesota. They just cannot play a complete game game and that is not going to get you uh, a Super Bowl win. You're going to have to play a complete game and they can't do it. Yeah, D, they were blowing up 30 points a game. I mean, come on. Hey, the Vikings should have scored more D in that game. I mean, Stafford was handing the uh, you know the ball to the Vikings. Yeah, and that's where it comes down to do you trust Kirk Cousins or not? 
right? And uh, Kirk Cousins, his stats look amazing this year. Like you look, you look at his stats, yeah. and you're stats like, oh are- man, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it's like, oh man, Cousins is balling. But when you watch yeah. the games, it comes down to a crucial situation where you need him to make a play. Do you trust him to do it? The answer is no. You don't trust Kirk Cousins to come through. He's done it a few times. He did it against my Saints in the playoffs a few years ago. So I definitely know he can do it. But do you trust him to do it in those great situations? Not don't. And it showed that when they first made the move from, to go from Case Keenan to Kirk Cousins and pay Kirk Cousins all that money, I said it was a bad move because he doesn't guarantee you a Super Bowl. Like you got to the MC no. Championship by a miracle, but you got there with Case Keenum. And I was like, does Kirk Cousins really get you over that hump? No, he's going to have better stats than Case Keenum, but he doesn't get you over that hump. Yeah, well, here's the thing. And, uh, you know, also uh, Mike is pointing out that Adam Thielen is out for the season, so that's not going to help Cousins yeah. or the Vikings at all going forward. But, you know, I hear what you're saying about Cousins, and he has played really well, but there's that we've seen at times where he's he could be lackadaisical with the ball. Um, he'll throw a dumb interception here and there. But, um, you know, sometimes when he's out of the pocket, he makes mistakes. But I got to put more of this on the defense, guys. I mean, yeah. they're not getting to the quarterback. You know, Harrison Smith can only do so much in the secondary. And the defense is letting up a whole bunch of points. Even with all those turnovers, you know, the Rams are still able to score 30 points, no problem. So I think the problem more is the defense. And I'm not saying that Kirk Cousins ain't. And look, even look, Madison filled in well for Cook, uh, you, know, you know, Nikki and – Jefferson obviously did his thing, but like you say, they're a house of cards. It's just, but their defense is something that I look at, you know, a lot and say, you know what, that they just can't win games because of that. No, they can't. Mm. Not 30 points, average 30 points per game. And they just showed us last week that that's exactly what they do. So um, I maintain defense wins championships and you're (laughs) you're not going to win if you can't get to the quarterback, you can't play a complete game if you're, you know, quarterback can't show up in these big spots. And I just, they were my house of car team. I, I just don't have a ton of faith in them. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you over here. I'm with you. I understand. So, yeah, I mean, from what it looks like, I think we all do agree at this point that the NFC is probably set. The seeds might switch a little bit. But as far as the AFC, the only team that probably could creep in there is the Chargers. And most likely it would be the Dolphins that they take out with the Dolphins' tough schedule. But, uh, the, yeah, the Patriots got the Jaguars, you know, this week. So, you know, they should win that game, uh, yeah, going forward. So, yeah, next week we should have a clearer picture, at least I hope so. But it will be exciting. There's no doubt about it, no doubt. So that's the playoff picture as we head into Week 17. There are no more Thursday night football games left this season. And you know what? That's okay. No big deal. Thank God. <laughs> We're good with that. We're good. Let's we had our share. We're fine. We're fine. So with that being said, we got a whole bunch of games on Sunday, and we got one Monday night football game that we will get to last. But let us start in Nikki's division against two of her hated rivals, obviously, in the Philadelphia Eagles, who we were just talking about, who got the seventh seed right now, going to Washington to play the football team. All right. So Washington been playing crappy lately. Obviously, they look terrible against the Cowboys. Taylor Heineke, whatever, throw wherever you want in quarterback over there. Terry McLaurin has completely disappeared. Things are just not working out for them. Also, they're not healthy. Washington, are they going to give up? No, they're not going to give up on their coach, but they're not going to play too well either, Nikki. Uh, no, they're not. This is the final elimination game for for them. And if we're going based on last week, I think you have to edge to the Eagles, obviously. 
I got Philly 27, Washington 20. All right. Let me get this down. So first pick in Philly for Nikki. And if they win this game, they're in damn good shape, Damian. Yeah, no, nah, they'll be in really good shape. I think Philadelphia does win this game. I'm going 21 to 7. Uh, Washington, I think they've hit the one, two, three Cancun. I think they're looking forward to the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to have Philadelphia out there. They're not a high powered offense, but they'll do enough to create separation yeah. in this one with that running attack that they have. So, Philadelphia 21, Washington 7 for my, right, my no pick right there. All right. All right. So Philadelphia winning that game. I am with you guys as well. Um, Again, divisional games, very hard for me to lock in. I was thinking about locking in, but I like other games, but I am going Philadelphia 29-13. So I am with you guys all the way on that one. All right. Let's go to the next game, which could have been a spectacular game had the Ravens been healthy hosting the Rams. So they do got to come on the road and play the Ravens. Um, Let's see what Baltimore can do uh, offensively. We know that the Rams definitely have that ability, but if they're going to be turning the ball over, it could be one of those sloppy, weird, I don't want to say trap game because it's late in the season, but I don't know. Is there a possibility that Baltimore can actually beat the Rams this weekend? I don't see it. (laughs) I'm going going with the Rams in this one. You got Matthew Stafford with his arm going against that secondary. Just saw Joe Burrow pick them apart. I don't see Stafford yeah. doing anything less. I wouldn't be surprised if Stafford tries to go with 500 yards as well mm-hmm. in this one. So I'm going to go with the Rams, 35. Uh, they should they usually get Lamar Jackson back. So the, the Ravens have some fight. So I'm going to go 35 to 27. Okay. Yeah, I was unsure about uh, his status. He's up and he's not practicing. They may go with Huntley again. It may be more of a closer to a game by decision. I'm not really sure. But, uh, yeah, either way, I, I, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? Did I block you off? Yeah, even with Huntley, I think they have more fight than with Josh Johnson. Uh, so I think yeah. they fight in this game offensively, but defensively, they just don't have enough. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you all the way on that one, no doubt. Yeah, so uh, with the Rams, I yeah, I got to piggyback. I'm with you all the way. Um, Baltimore just doesn't have enough. I mean, I don't know what else to say. And the Rams definitely are on a mission. They, they want to win every game here on out to get the highest seed possible. They got to win this game, 30-17, to 17, Nikki. My God, what a game in my house is going to be. My pseudo team, my second favorite team I'm on, right? Um, Baltimore literally doesn't have enough. Like, do they even have enough people? I mean, between COVID and injuries, like, I mean, I am surprised that this, they have eight wins, right? I'm surprised that they even have eight wins. And that's probably all thanks to Lamar Jackson. They probably should have like four wins. Uh, no, I don't think they can win, but I in no way, shape, or form would be comfortable locking this in. Mm. Like this, I could see some crazy miracle if Lamar Jackson comes back and he just ignites this team. Um, and the Rams just they've shown us they can have a really, really bad day, but too much uncertainty for the Ravens for me. I'll go Rams 30, Baltimore 20. Yeah, we know like the, the Ravens like to run the ball, and the Rams are six against the run this year. So, you know, don't look for Devontae Freeman to do too much or whoever the hell they're going to throw out there at running back. All right, so we're you, all on the Rams. I heard you were playing. I heard you guys were yeah, playing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I won't be doing the show next week if that happens. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Boy. All right. Well, this one could be a blowout, but um, 
The Bucks are traveling to New Jersey to play the New York Jets. All right. So the Jets, um, look, they got fighting them, but you know, they got fight like a little kid. You know, they're not yeah. too- Do we even <laughs> need to talk about this? <laughs> I guess not, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah, okay, let's put it this way. I'm watching it. Walk. Walking in Tampa Bay 30, Jets, who cares? I like here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I got a 34-12 lock D. I, I'm with her also. Why spend why waste our breath, right? Yeah, it's a trifecta lock. Uh Tampa Bay 35, 35, no excuse me. Uh Jets seven. Okay, there you go. Yeah, we're, they're, they're gonna kick their ass pretty much, is what's gonna happen, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, Antonio Brown. I know we got a little bit banged up, but he should be good to go. Um, so yeah, see what happens with Gronk, you know, getting players back and whatnot. But yeah, the Bucks, yeah, they'll beat the Jets, no problem. But wow, if you want to talk about the upset of the year, that probably would be it right there. So I'll be rooting the Jets on to make the upset of the year. That'll be a lot of fun. Probably not going to happen, though. Anyway, we alluded to this other game before. The Dolphins, they have to go to Tennessee to play the Titans, um, who are getting healthier. Uh, they beat the 49ers 2017 on Thursday Night Football, so they got a little bit of extra rest. But the Dolphins, again, are on a roll over here. They've been looking pretty good lately. But I still got to take Tennessee in this game. I think that Tennessee wins this game 23-20. to It'll be a close one. But the Titans at home, I think, will win this game, uh, Nikki. So I got to go Tennessee here. Yeah, I'm going to go Tennessee. I do have this a close game because I do think it's a little bit harder to pick than people think. Um uh, like if Tennessee shows up and they're the team that we know they can be, then yes, I, I think that they have, a, they definitely get the win. Um, if Tennessee 21, Miami 20, I think it's super close, but Tennessee just comes out eh, a little bit. Yeah, I, I think so. Also it's, it's a, uh... Look, it's definitely going to be a game. Game yet, I wouldn't be surprised again if Miami won this game against Tennessee. They are playing pretty good, sound football. But the Titans also, you know, they have the second seed right now. They want to at least maintain that. And if by some miracle Kansas City loses a game in the next two games, they got the tiebreaker over them and they would get the first seed. So you know that they're going to play their ass off. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Tennessee does have a tendency to not show up in games like this. Um, but I could see them getting themselves up to stop Miami from making the playoffs. So I'm going to go Tennessee in this one, 24-17. I think it's a good game. All right. Yeah, I think a good game, too. Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep my eye on that one. D, you going to be going to the bar? Are you going to be watching the games this weekend? Oh, yes, sir. All right. Yeah, yeah, keep a close eye on that one. That should be a good one, no doubt. All right. So far, we're all in lockstep over here, including the lock with the Bucks over the Jets. Let's see if we differ in the next one, even though I highly doubt it, as the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are coachless, lifeless, ter- terrible uniforms. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They're going to play New England in the cold. I'd be surprised if they scored even a point, but I'll give them a few points over here by some miracle. But I think the Patriots are going to stomp them completely. Clink, clink, lock it in, 31-9, New England thing. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm going 28-13. Lock it in for me as well, New England. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have to they have to win this game. Maybe this would be the ultimate upset of all time, Nikki. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it would be. You know, I do love me some chaos. Um, but yeah, no. Uh I'm locking this in, taking New England, yeah. 33, Jacksonville. Oh, I'll give them 14 points or so, something like that. Yeah, yeah, throw them a few points, you know. Maybe they'll get a block uh, field goal or something like that and yeah, take it back. Who knows? Weird, weird stuff happens. <laughs> all right. So we each got we're all 
rolling over here with the same teams and locking them in. Sometimes that's a bad thing. All right, let's get to our next game where it seems like we have some pretty heavy underdogs this week, but uh, the Raiders, who are definitely going to play as hard as they can, but again, how hard they can is really not good enough sometimes, especially when you're going to play the Indianapolis Colts who have just been rolling doing their thing. Jonathan Taylor, a beast, the defense, even they were depleted last week, able to beat Arizona in Arizona. Got to love what the Colts are doing right now, Nikki. I do. I do love what the Colts are doing. I will give some credit to the Raiders defense. Uh, They've been pretty good at stopping the run. So, you know, I don't think they're going to win, but I do think that (laughs) they're going to give the Colts a little bit of a hard time. Indy 27, Raiders 20. 27-20. 27-20. All right, a touchdown game, D. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going Colts 30, Raiders 20. The Raiders, I just don't trust enough to stay in the game, especially if Jonathan Taylor gets rolling. I know the Raiders' defense has been a little better, but that Colts' offensive line and Taylor combined together, it's a nasty mixture, man. Yeah, yeah. I got to check on Darius Leonard's status, uh, but even if he isn't in the game, I like the Colts also. But I do agree. I don't think it's going to be any sort of blowout. I got it a touchdown also, uh, 24-17, guys. So I'm going with Indy as well. All right. We're all rolling over here. Let's keep the games flowing out. Talk about a game. Here we go. Right, like like D alluded to, and thank you for the shout-out over there. The article is at 33podcast.com. I did the preview for the Chiefs and Bengals game, my opinion about it. Went in depth a little bit on certain things, so I can't wait to talk about this one. Let's even spend a minute or two on this game, guys, because it's a huge game. You know, Kansas City obviously wanted to hold on that one seed. The Bengals want to solidify the division, lock that down, get as high a seed as they possibly can. You know, they're not going to be able to catch the Chiefs at this point unless the Chiefs lose two. No, actually, no. Uh, No, they could. They could. They could tie them and actually have the tiebreaker. But beside the point, the game is in Cincinnati which I think bodes well for uh, the Bengals in Paul Brown Stadium. They can get very loud. You know they're going to be loud in this game. So communication could be tough with the Chiefs on offense. Uh, The Chiefs have been playing their best ball of the year, and that's the thing. You want to be playing your best ball of the year December and January, D. Nikki, you guys know that. So it's going to be a really tough win for Cincinnati to pull this one out at home, Damian. I don't know. What are your thoughts? It's going to be really tough. Uh, your article definitely made some good points. I'm not going to spoil it. You made some good points on both sides uh, for this one. Thank you. I'm going to go with Kansas City just because I trust them more in a must-win game. You know, I trust All them right. Most. Uh, okay. Those just haven't been here that much, right, especially mm-hmm. with this particular team. Uh, so in this type of big game environment, I trust Pat Mahomes and Tyree Kill and Pringle, who's been uh, balling lately, to come out and take what's in front of them. They've done a good job during this win streak of taking what's there and not forcing it and showing that yeah, they can still true. be explosive just in a different way. And it's no longer, you're no longer hearing about the cover two uh, that they can't seem to figure out. They figured it out. Uh, so I think that. Cincinnati will give them a good game. So I'm going with Kansas City in this one. What score did I put down? So Kansas City 24, Cincinnati 21. I think it's a really good game. Okay, yeah. It it should be a good game either way, Nikki. Uh, Mike thinks so also. The Bengals are going to fight in this game, he says, but he thinks that the Chiefs are going to pull this one out. Do you agree with him and Damien? Yes. Logically, I have to go with Kansas City to win this one. I think it's a field goal. I have Kansas City 30 
Cincinnati 27. However, if you want to talk about an upset, you want to talk about all the ingredients being there for an upset, this is the game. I I am taking the Chiefs, but I am actively rooting for Cincinnati to somehow pull this Mm -hmm. out. Um, It's a tall order. I don't know that they can do it. They they kind of like have this meltdown factor sometimes that makes me just yeah. not quite there yet for them. But man, if they can do this, I, I would be so happy. But yeah, I do think the Chiefs pull it out. At uh, look, yeah, uh, I think the Chiefs should pull this one out. I know it's on the road. They are the better team. There's no doubt. But um, yeah, full disclosure now with my article. I mean, please go ahead and feel free. Feel free, excuse me, to read it. But I do like the Bengals. I like them at home. I think the crowd noise does play a factor. I think all their weapons, I think that Joe Mixon, again, out of the backfield catching the ball is going to be a significant problem. I think they may mix in a couple of screens. We know that Burrow can toss the hell out of the ball. If they go three, go with their wide receivers. I'm not sure that Kansas City can cover everybody at the back end. So I think that Cincinnati is going to ride this momentum and get their 10th win. So I will be the Lone Ranger on this one and take the Bengals. Um, I believe I had it 33 to 26. Uh, could be a little bit closer, but um, yeah, I like the Bengals this game. I think they take it at home, and it may be what the Chiefs need if you're a Chiefs fan going forward, saying, okay, we took a hit over here, good team, let's get our shit together. But all right, I'm the Lone Ranger on that one. I do like the Bengals. All right, let's get to the next you game. Almost- you almost oh. turned me, Jay, when I was reading the I did. Like, you almost I know. Me, I, I know. <laughs> I just, this is the toughest game this week to pick. Yeah. yeah. It should be the best game, too. You yeah. Know, most likely. Yeah. We have a couple of good games on the schedule, but uh, this one's definitely – talk about one to keep your eye on. This one, no doubt about it. It's going to be a heavyweight fight. I can't wait to watch it. The Bengals in a heavyweight fight. Only Nikki knew that. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> How about it? Maybe I'm the prophet, Jay. Yeah, I, hey, we got to give it to you. I mean, right now, I mean, shoot. Yeah, you've been on point with a lot of stuff. No question. Well, no, let's no, hear no. it. it. <laughs> I'll hold my title <laughs> for a little bit. For a little bit. Self-proclaimed 10 years ago. Actually, somebody, that's a whole other story. Somebody actually called me that. I'm like, oh, I like that name. I'll make that my Twitter name. That's true. <laughs> you're, you're, good. you're good at it, though. You do predict hey. these uh, weird things that, you know, everybody else is like, what? You're crazy. And then, you know, you have your bragging rights and we're eating crow soup. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for that, guys. I appreciate it. You just made my night right there. Third and three podcast therapy. I'm getting more than what I need right now. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, let's get to the next game. Here we go. We got a few more to break down. Full slot this week. Buys are over. All that sort of stuff. So, Nikki, your Giants are going to play the Chicago Bears, who oh, just God. pulled it out. I know. A total killer right there. It's your team, so we'll save you for last. Damien, uh, the Giants. I don't even know who's playing quarterback for them this week. No, don't even waste your breath on this like, game. What? Yeah. I, I don't know. And it's not like Chicago's any good either, but I think, honestly, just for the fact that the Bears are at home, they'll win the game. So I got a Bears 17-16. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going Bears as well. I went Bears yeah. 21, Giants 17. All right. So close game. Could be an ugly game. Nikki. You want to go Lone Ranger and take your Giants in this one? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen. Come on. Chicago 21, Giants 10 because they can't score more than 10 points. That, Ever. Right? Ever. Man, oh, man. But, you know, by all means, 
Let's bring Joe Judge back. That's yeah. Bring Daniel yeah. Jones back. You know yeah. what the hell? Bring yeah, everybody we'll back because there's nothing wrong. Uh, we'll just no. keep doing the same shit over and over again and think we're gonna get a different result. We will not. That is nope. insanity. Stop. Sa- Saquon Barkley's already finished, which is so unfortunate because he's so damn good. But injuries are just plague his career. Listen, this is why you don't take a running back. I, uh, like you just don't. Number oh two. my god, I can't. Mm. I can't. I know. Oh, like, sense. I was I was at work when the notification that the Giants are going to bring back both Joe Judge and Daniel Jones came across my phone. And oh. I tell you, I laughed out loud thinking about Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what are you laughing at? I was like, you have to be there. <laughs> you have to know her. You have to be there. No, I literally just like I'm reading yeah. it. I want to throw my phone across the room. Like I, <laughs> I don't understand it. Someone help me understand it. If anybody's yeah. reading the Giants thread. There's an ex-scout who's been tweeting some insider kind of information. Nothing that we all don't already know. Nepotism within the organization. Uh John Mara needs to get it together. Front office shit. So it's a cool thread to follow. uh, But there's a lot of problems. I don't understand anybody in life who keeps repeating the same mistake over and over again. You think things are going to change. You got to learn at some point. You really do. You know, Eli Manning ain't walking through the door, right, Nikki? So, you know, damn. I wish he would. Yeah, I know. I know. But uh, he's having fun. He's living his life. Uh, you yeah. know, Mike, Mike Mike, is jumping in over here saying, uh, you know, as far as the Giants are going to come up small in this game, unfortunately, the Bears are going to win this one for Jeff Dick- Jeff Dickerson. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Yeah. And uh, he's, let me ask you guys this. He says, Mike says the number one seed doesn't mean as much this year in either conference. I don't know. I mean, the number one seed, you're the only team getting the bye. You get an extra week, to, you know, to rest, you know, to look at who you're playing. I don't know. I, I disagree with him. He's a smart guy, but I disagree with him, D. Yeah, the, the bye week definitely means a lot, especially in this year with COVID and with all the injuries that are going on and the extra week that everybody's playing. So I think that bye week definitely means a lot. Now, what I think Mike is coming from is that there's not going to be maybe that weak team for someone to play after that bye, right? Like when you okay. get that, you have that first seed, you come for that second game. Sometimes there's a weak team there that snuck into the playoffs. Like I think those teams are already be out. And I think the weakest okay. team, quote unquote, that'll be playing that one seed will be a strong team, probably a division winner um, that'll be playing them instead of a wild card team. Like Philadelphia, even if Philadelphia makes it to the second round, that's not an easy matchup for, say, Green Bay or whoever gets them the one seed in NFC. Yeah, well, I also think, Nikki, for certain teams, you know, their stadiums play a big part like Green Bay does, you know, for them, obviously. You know, they get behind, you know, the crowd is 100% behind them. It's not like the Las Vegas Raiders where it's all mixed up. So, you know, maybe that does come part into play over there. But, you know, Mike's saying, all right, look at all the teams over the years who have had buys who haven't made it to the Super Bowl. Mike, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but honestly, over the past nine years, eight or nine years, the number one seeds have made the Super Bowl in both conferences except for two years. That was last year. And then when um, – ah, oh, geez, what was the other year? I'm forgetting off the top of my head right now. It was, oh, it was uh, when the New England Patriots uh, weren't the number one seed. They beat the Chiefs, and they went on to the Super Bowl. Uh, so that only happened twice in like the past eight, nine years. So the number one seed makes a big difference. It really does, especially when you're the only one. So, yeah, look at that. Mike, I know you know your stuff, man, but look at that history, man. The number one seeds are always making it to the Super Bowl. So that buy has a lot to do with it, I think. 
you know? Uh, but yeah, I, I love the feedback from him and we can go back and forth because, you know, Mike definitely knows his stuff over there, but no, I, I, the number one scene counts a lot. It really does. Maybe not as much this year. We'll see, but having home field advantage in the playoffs is a huge thing, especially not having to travel, being in the comfort yeah. of your own home or whatever it may be. Those little things go a long way. They really do. But, and we have two teams who have great home field advantage right now with Green Bay and Kansas City. Right. The one seeds, yeah. Right. And they definitely want it, you know? Yeah. You know, Arizona, yeah, they got a good crowd, but it's not like, you know, like they, you know, they're not like that team, you know, that has like the whole yeah. crowd behind them. Like a I know they got the red scene and everything, but yeah, there are just certain stadiums where it's just more out there, I guess, if you want to call it that. But all right, good little breakup from that. Um, well, the number one seeds last year. Yeah, I know the Bucks were not, but Kansas City was. Again, that was the one or two caveats since yeah. 2013 when the 49ers played the Ravens. That was the last time, other than those two caveats, that the number one seeds have played. So, yeah, just check that out, Mikey. Definitely, man. I'm telling you, brother. It's it's the truth. It's the truth. And Green Bay had the number one seed last year. And, yeah, Brady won. Yeah, we just went over that. But go over the rest of the years, man. I'm telling you, it's out there. And, again, Green Bay probably should have won if Matt LaFleur would have fucking went for it, you know, and done his thing third down. I don't know what the hell happened. Aaron Rodgers would have ran it. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. So, but it is what it was. And Tampa Bay did win. But, again, they had the GOAT. So, that's just a lot. Anyway, let's let's keep going with our games over here, guys, right? All right. So, we got – and, Mike, keep coming back at it if you want me, but check that history, bro. We got Falcons, Bills. Guys, let me just tell you, I don't want to spend much time on this one personally. If you got something to say, go for it. But clink, clink, locking in the Bills, 29-18. Somehow the Falcons are able to put up 18 points, but the Bills will control this game all the way through. So that is my last lock, Mickey. Well, I'm with you. I'm locking this in. Buffalo 30, Atlanta 13. Okay. All right. D, is it a trifecta? Uh, did I say my lock for New England over Jacksonville? Yes, you did. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go, I'm not going to lock it, but I'm going to go Buffalo 35, Atlanta 21. Okay. All right. Not locking it though. All right. So he's got another game he likes. All right. Let's find out what that may be. So he's not locking it. That can mean the difference in the triple of the double lock making next week. Let's mm-hmm. find out. Come bite <laughs> me in the ass. It was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. All right. Let's see if there's a sneaky game over here. Mm, to me, I don't think so. It's my team. I'll save them for last. The Texans are going to Santa Clara to play the San Francisco 49ers. Nikki, what's going to happen? Oh, uh, yeah, no. San Fran wins this one. I just, I just, I cannot see. I know we said this last week, but I just cannot see them losing to Houston. So I will go Niners 28, Houston 13. All right, that should be a significantly fairly easy win, uh, according to Nikki. Yeah, look, if San Fran can't beat the Texans at home, then they don't belong in the playoffs, Damien. No. Exactly. That's why I'm locking this one in. Oh. San Francisco, 28, That's Houston, 10. All right. I like it. Lock that in, baby. Um, I've already done my locks, but I am definitely going with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, not out of heart, but out of what I see, what they need. They got to get coached up. Jimmy Garoppolo I'm a little worried about, but – I want to see Trey Lance in the game a little bit. I'd like to see him run some RPOs and do some things. So this is the game to do that. If we're going to go into the playoffs, guys, just a a little sidetrack a little bit against the Texans. Again, not that we're taking them lightly, but if you want to practice with Trey Lance and get some plays in there, this is the week to do it. All right. Moving forward into the playoffs to try to figure out, you know, if this kid's going to help us get you know, to where we got to go, you know, God forbid the Super Bowl, that would be amazing, but that's another story altogether. So I I think this would be a great opportunity. So we'll find out. 
We'll find out. But, uh, yep, I'm with the Niners also. Uh, next game is a division game. We got Broncos Chargers. The game is in L.A. Um, I like the Chargers, guys, 27-16. The Broncos are shit right now. The Chargers have to have this game. As poorly coached as they are, I think the talent will take over on the field, Damian. Yeah, I said this last week. <laughs> I'll say it again. The Chargers need to win this game. Uh, they'll go even deeper into the Fugazi soup if they yeah. lose this one. But I'm going Chargers 24, Denver 16. All right. Going with the Chargers over there. And yeah, just getting to Mike real quick. Saying the Texans defense may act up and start running. Uh, I don't want to hear it. No, Mike, we got to win this game, man. We're, we're winning this one. I don't want to hear it, bro. Come on. We got to. We got to take it. Um, Because then we got the Rams last week. But, uh, Nikki, the other L.A. team, the Chargers, you think they got this one? Yes, but I will say Denver does play them them tough. Um, In the past couple, how many, last couple meetups, Justin Herbert, four interceptions, six TDs, last three games against them. So I think Uh, Denver will play them hard, but uh, the Chargers have to win. I know we keep saying it, but, like, my God, like, they – they have to. So Chargers 23, Denver 20. But honestly, this is probably my least confident pick of the week. Well, yeah. you know what? Then Mike's with you over there because he's saying the Broncos are going to win this one. Chargers can't stop the run, and Denver's good at running the ball. I was talking about that before. They got two guys who can run the ball. I mean, look, if they're going to run the ball 40 times, they might win this game. So we'll see. All right. Mike, like this is the one game where the Chargers are going to be like, we're not going to let you run the ball. Drew yeah. Locke has to prove something to us. Yeah. And Drew Locke can't do that. I tell you what, that is the truth, though. That's the Chargers' major weakness is stopping the run, Mike. So you're right on that one. Can Denver do it? I don't know. But, yeah, D, I'm, I'm with you. You know, stuff up the box because it ain't like Drew Locke could have beat you. So <laughs> I hear you, man. I'm with you. All right. Uh, how about the Panthers and the Saints? D, this is your team. We'll save you for last. Nikki, why don't you start us off? Carolina, who has just been blah, all right, going to the Saints, who still have a chance. They have a chance. Who's playing quarterback? Uh, they say Taysom Hill should be back for this. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, it's just so much uncertainty. Like I just, yeah. no. <laughs> this is getting harder and harder and harder. Um, I don't like the Carolina offense. I don't like the six and a half spread. I, I don't know that the saints cover that either. Uh, but I will take the saints on this one. Just a little more trust, a little more faith. Saints 23, Carolina 17. Yeah. All right. With new Orleans over there. Um, yeah, geez, with these freaking picks, my God. Yeah, uh, um, <laughs> you know, it's amazing. We do we make our picks on Wednesday. We should definitely have them subject to change because people coming down with COVID on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it just, like, messes up the whole entire thing. Even though the Colts, we all had the Colts last week, and we stuck with it. We didn't change our pick despite missing three linemen and then Eric Fisher going out in that game. It's like, what the hell? But that goes to show you, D, like you were making your point, Arizona being old Fugazi and everything. So there you go. Wait, we're allowed to change our picks? We've never done it before, but I think with COVID, maybe we should. The only thing we ever do is, like, change our tight end. Like, I had Pat Fryer Muth, who was out (laughs) with concussion. And, you know, uh, I know fantasy, we, we do that, but I didn't well, know we've never that it was an option to change our picks if well, we, team was out. We've oh, never shit. had this. We've never had it before, right, Dean? This has never yeah. been a concept. Yeah, I was thinking about changing my Saints pick. Like, it was even Mike commented when I put my picks out on social media that Miami was going to win. I was like, yeah, I made picks pre-COVID breakout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was like, you know, but yeah, I think. We should have that to where we can change it if there's a major outbreak. Or yeah, if like it's that. drastic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I agree. But, oh, for me, Saints. 
we're going to beat Carolina for sure. We still fighting for something. Uh, I think they activated 14 players off of the COVID list. Awesome. So, yeah, that's going to be a major help, especially having our starting quarterback, having our starting offensive line. Uh, it's going to be major for us. So I think we'll be able to control the game. Our defense is still elite. Like it's an elite defense. Yeah. Like Carolina offense is horrible. So that's a mixture yeah. for because <laughs> the Saints to win that game. So I'm going to say Saints 27, Carolina 10. Carolina starting Sam Darnold this week. My God, they don't know oh, what the hell to do with themselves. Yep, Mike's Mike did the same thing. There you go. Didn't even Mike, Mike, right on top of it. All right, rolling New Orleans on that game. I got them 21 to 10. Uh, Lions, Seahawks. To talk about a game you really don't want to freaking watch. I don't even <laughs> really want to talk about it, but Seattle should win this game. They probably won't, but I'm going to pick them anyway. 23 17, Nikki. Yeah, I don't know. This is like, what are we playing for? Pride? <laughs> like, I, yeah. I don't that, know. Like, damn these Seahawks. I mean, Detroit, they do play their opponents kind of tough, but uh, none of us are Jared Goff fans here. All right, Seattle, like, don't make me (laughs) freaking throw next week. Seattle 23, Detroit 20, because I think they get close, but find a way to lose. Yeah, yeah, it could be it could be a close game. No, Mike thinks that the Lions are going to win. Just finish off the Seahawks, right? Yeah, just put them out of their misery and let Russell Wilson move on to New Orleans, right, Dean? Yeah, he definitely could come here and not go to the Giants. No, um, yeah. no, you had Drew Brees. No, no. You guys no. are bringing back Daniel Jones. You guys got it. Yeah, <laughs> that's like set in stone. That's like a commandment, yeah. man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. It's the eleventh commandment. How many are there? Ten. <laughs> it's ten. It be, Good yeah, job. So, yeah, it would be the eleventh. Yes, um, but yeah, I'm going to Seattle in this one. 28-24. I wouldn't be shocked if the Lions pulled it off at all. Um, but, you know, I'm just going to go with Seattle because they got Russell Wilson and the other team has Jared Goff. Yeah. It's good how we all had your best. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if they won, but I'm going to take this. <laughs> <laughs> just got to put it out there like that, you know? Yeah. All right. We got two games left. We have – I'm sorry, we got three games left before we get to Sunday night and Monday night football. We got the Cardinals at the Cowboys. Okay, here we go, guys. Uh, I don't know, D, why don't you take this one? The Cowboys hosting Arizona, who has just been – Losing, losing, losing. No DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not sure James Conner's status this week, even though Chase Edmonds did a good job. But it wasn't nearly enough to beat Indianapolis. Can they beat Dallas, who may be even a better team? I don't know. Yeah, Dallas is very well-rounded. I can see that defense giving the Arizona offense a lot of issues. Uh, They're not going to get any free interceptions like they got from Heineke, but they'll definitely give the Arizona offense some issues. And I think that the Colts defense kind of set a blueprint on how to handle Kyler Murray as well. So I'm going to go with Dallas in this one. I'm going to go 27 to 20 Dallas. All right. D's going 27, 20 Dallas on this game. Nikki, what are you going to do? Um, Yeah. Unfortunately, Dallas is rolling, rolling right into a playoff bounce out. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm all right with that. I play the 49ers. Um, I'll go Dallas 27, Arizona 23. All right. Nikki's also on Dallas, and we will call it a trifecta, as I do believe that Arizona will get their offense together a little bit more, even though uh, I, you know, I love Dallas defense. They are they have a lot of outstanding players, but um sometimes they can get a little befuddled. We'll see. I think that uh I think Arizona put up points, but Cowboys put up more 34 31. So I will take Dallas, which will bring us to our Sunday night matchup. I don't know if flexed in or not. 
We got the Vikings at the Packers. Damian, like we talked about before, the Vikings did beat the Packers early in the season. Yep, I went Lone Ranger on that one, took that one home. Uh, this time around, different story. What do you say? Yeah, I don't see Green Bay losing to Minnesota twice. All right. Defense makes some adjustments. And like you mentioned, Nikki, Minnesota's defense isn't stopping anybody. Definitely not going to stop Aaron Rodgers in that offense. No. So I'm going with Green Bay in this one, 33 to 27. Okay, so six-point game, fairly close. All right, but, yep, uh, we got uh, the pack coming out on top in Lambeau, according to Damian. Nikki, do you agree? I agree. D pretty much said it all. Green Bay 30, Minnesota 27. Yeah, I don't have much to add on to that. Um, the Packers absolutely should win this game. I do not think that they will let their guard down at all. They know that they need to win the next two games to make sure they get the number one seed, and that's ultimately what they want. There's no doubt. So I got the Packers, even though I believe it will be a close game because Minnesota can score. I got a 30-24. Green Bay Packers were all in lockstep on that one. Man, I think there's only been one lone ranger over here. So either I'm going to win or you're going to win unless – we disagree about the Monday night football game, which is a battle of ugly uniforms. But uh, here we go. Browns <laughs> Browns and Steelers. The Browns uniforms, they freak me out. Again, that orange helmet, and it looks like just a kid just drew the numbers on the helmet. It's the weirdest looking freaking thing. But, okay, whatever. Anyway, Browns and Steelers, Monday night football, divisional matchup. This, both teams need it if they have any life of holding on, which they both actually do, mathematically speaking. With that being said, Nikki, who wins it? Well, I would think the Browns can shut down whatever so-called offense Pittsburgh is putting out there. Like, I don't even know if you can call it offense. But could I see, like, Pittsburgh come back with this great win? It just, like, doesn't mean much. It doesn't move the needle. I, I don't like what Pittsburgh is doing, so – but Baker Mayfield's been pretty sloppy lately. But I'm, I'm going to edge to Cleveland. Cleveland okay. 24, Pittsburgh 20. All right. Close game, says Nikki. Uh, Damien, I'm going to agree with her. I think that the Browns do take it on the road in Monday Night Football. Um, it'll be definitely an ugly game. And you can yeah. expect the Browns, in my opinion, to just run, 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 because Pittsburgh is no good at stopping it. Call it a 24-14 game. The the game might go two hours and 15 minutes. That's the kind of game it's going to be. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I got Cleveland 21, Pittsburgh 18. Uh, Pittsburgh will try. I think this is Big Ben's last game at home, correct? So I think they yeah. try to go out with a bang there. But Cleveland's going to be too much for them. Like you said, I mentioned last week Pittsburgh's defense isn't actually that good. They have good <laughs> players like T.J. Watt. that might make you think their defense is good. Right. <laughs> but as a unit, they're not actually that good. So I'm going with Cleveland to win this one, 21-18. I don't blame you, man. All right, so look, hey, we agree a lot. We don't always agree on all these games so much, but, uh, yeah, we agree a lot. I think the only Lone Ranger one I had was the Cincinnati over Kansas City uh, at home. So that will determine who wins. But we'll see if our locks come through. So we got all that. That is the week 17 picks. One more week to go in the regular season. Crazy before the playoffs, and we're going to find that a whole lot coming up starting Sunday, 1 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock in the morning, Damien's time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to our freaky fantasy football draft. Oh, to this bad boy out. All right. You guys want to know who won last week? <laughs> yeah. Do you have your list? Because I'm definitely going to need your help on this one, Jay. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got my list. And uh, <laughs> you know what? If I forget something, so be it. You know, no because <laughs> it's a long list. Uh, but Mike thinks that Pittsburgh's actually going to win the game. Baker goes ahead and gives the Steelers two interceptions. 
So, all right, he's going Lone Ranger against us. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah, no, nah, it's very possible. Baker has definitely been in a given mood. He uh, he's took, yeah. he took, he took uh, yeah, he took this this the season to a different level uh, <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, I'll tell you. You know what? I think Cleveland might pull a Patriots against the Bills and only let him throw the ball three or four times, possibly. They're just gonna run the ball. That's all they're gonna do. So yeah, we'll see. I guess they'll have to fumble in order for that. That but you know what? A side note before we get into the freaky fantasy draft, I was watching Nick Chubb. Oh, my God. Like, I, I already knew how great of a runner he was, but he has incredible vision, and that is something you just cannot teach. Like, there are very few guys. That, you know, Barry Sanders, of course, he had great vision. Um, Ladanian Tomlinson, Marshall Falk, Jonathan Taylor has it now. But Nick Chubb, Damian, he is for real, and if he can stay healthy, we're talking about top three back going forward for a while. Yeah, no, Nick Chubb's amazing. Like, I love watching running backs. Uh, another one I remember watching a Chargers game and texting you guys about Austin Eckler, like some of the moves he makes to not lose yards. I think that's an underrated yeah. thing when it comes to running backs when no they know exactly what to do to not lose yards. Plays where it gets blown up, they should lose two or three yards, and somehow they get back to line scrimmage or somehow they gain yeah. two or three yards out of it. Uh, fall so, forward. Yeah, know how to fall forward and make a positive play out of nothing. Nick Chubb definitely can do that and also has the explosiveness to just blow out of there and get you a 60-yard run whenever. So he's not, he's, yeah. a, he's a beast for sure. He's fantastic. He really is. And so does uh, Mr. Mike Patton think so. He was his fantasy running back, no doubt. Yep, uh, that's a good guy to have, no question. All right, well, let's do this freaky fantasy football draft, all right? You ready to find out who won? Damien, you just squeaked me out, bro. Good Ooh, job. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Hey, but thanks a lot, Nikki. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know we were taking sides in this thing. Is it, you know? <laughs> I'm playing. I don't care. Uh, good job. I yet for always picking on me. I know. Well, you're my little sister. I have to. I know. Jimmy G, David Montgomery, DK Metcalf. Forget about Ryan Griffin. And uh, Kansas City's defense came through big time nice. for you. 82.2 yeah. points. D, I was right behind you. 80.8. So it was real close. Yeah, I had Jalen Hurts, Ronald Jones, Russell Gage did nothing. Um, I put in Dalton Schultz last minute. Thank you, because Fryermuth did not play. And <laughs> the Eagles defense. And uh, Nikki, um, you had Matt Ryan, Cordero Patterson, Devontae Smith got in the end zone. So did Komet, I think. And then the Bengals defense, so pretty nice job there. But in third place this week, which means, according to the rules that don't exist, Damian goes first. <laughs> Go first this week. Uh, I don't remember if I picked this guy. I should remember if I picked this guy. Uh, mm. Tom Brady. <laughs> Have I picked Tom well, Brady this year? I'm going to go wow. through. You made fast. it all the way. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. You was, I, hate the, I hate the Bucks, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I was like, I'm not picking Tom Brady. Bro, you took him in week four. Okay. All right, so calm down over there. Dave. <laughs> down. Uh, have I taken Jalen Hurts? Okay, I don't recall you taking him. I don't see it here. Hurts is your guy. Jalen Hurts, yes, I'll take him. I had him last week, and uh, yep, it was hurting in the beginning, but he ended up doing pretty well. So, all right, my pick. Who would I like to take first? I got a lot of guys up here. Wow. Um, players who you're not going to take. Um, I know it's oh, – jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if either one of you guys took, took him yet, but I haven't. Surprisingly, so I'm gonna take Dak. Oh, 
Yeah, I was looking over it. I'm like, I haven't taken Dak. I'm like, okay. I'm like, looks like a good week to take him. So I'm gonna go with Dak. Nikki, you get two picks in a row. Two picks in a row. Um, I, oh my God, I am like bottom of the barrel on quarterbacks here. I wrote down so many names. I'm so confused. To I, look yeah. Um. All right. I. You know what? Let me let me get Russell Wilson. Ah. All right. Right. Are you guys worried about Russell Wilson at all? Or do you think it just was a bad year? I, I I contributed to a bad year. I think that they were just in a funk. He he didn't come back fully healthy, and yeah. uh, and the team sucks. To be honest with yeah. you, and I don't think he wants to be there really, despite what he says publicly. We all yeah. know how people I mean, feel when you don't want to be somewhere. I mean, I'm not going to say. Look, I'm sure he puts 110 percent on the field. Yeah, I have no doubt about it. But um, I, they should have waited to let him come back, knowing that they don't have a playoff team this year. So they shouldn't have rushed him back. Yeah. All right. But so then you, another you one pick, more. right? Yeah. All right. So let me huh, let me get OBJ. Oh, wow. Who said OBJ? Is that what she said? Yeah. yeah I, thought, I didn't. Uh, is snow falling? Is hell frozen over? Yes, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> He's flying outside. I mean, for real. Whoa. All right. I thought that was like sacrilegious type of shit right there. My gosh. I'm trying to win. Got to do what I got to do. Personal feelings aside. I like that. The newest version of Frank Tarkenton, Russell Wilson. That's a good comparison, Mike. I like that right there. All right, OBJ. All right. I got Dak so far. Um, Wait, let me just make sure this guy is playing because he's been stolen from me two consecutive weeks. So there's no way you guys can take him, so I can actually save him. But I just got to check who he's playing. Ooh, real quick. Peanut butter and jelly sounds really good right now. You know what? I can save him right now. Okay. I will go with uh, Seattle's got the Lions. Give me D- – I know I, have to, I haven't taken him yet. I'm going to take DK Metcalf. Okay. He came through for me last week, actually. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So now, D, you get two. All right. So I'm going to take your guy. Give me Debo Samuel. Ooh. Oh, well so done. Good in fantasy for me. Woo. He's a beast. Yeah, he's, he's a cool. legit beast, that guy. I mean, my God, you don't want to tackle him. No, you don't at all. No. And the next guy I'm going to take, you don't want to tackle either, but I have to make sure I haven't taken them yet. Jonathan Taylor. I don't think I've taken Jonathan Taylor yet. Let me make a really quick look, and I'll be honest with you. All right. Hopefully DK has the blue hair this week and plays a cool. It's funny. I've been on his hair all year long. Got to stop with that uh, that gray hair. No good. All right, Damien. I'm looking for who again? I'm sorry. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Um, so far, so good. I don't, I don't know how you haven't taken him, but you, you didn't. Wow. At least according wow. to my list, you haven't. Maybe I didn't update it, but you got him now. <laughs> you got him now, man. Shoot. And the Colts got a good matchup again. Who are they playing this week? Uh, Colts are playing against Vegas. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh he's going to run all over the freaking place. That's a nice pick. Shit. All right. <laughs> I got Dak and DK. Um I can save my running back because you guys can't take him. So I will go with this week on defense. I'm going to – you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take the Browns defense. Okay. Against Pittsburgh. 
They ain't going to score a lot of points, and I can see Ben getting sacked all over the place and probably fumbling. All right, I like the Browns' defense. All right, Nikki, you get two picks. You got Wilson, and I, I don't know if somebody's picking for you, but you got OBJ also. So, okay. <laughs> Listen, I have to do what I have to do to win. I guess so. You, you, you're a competitor. I give it to you. You know, I got you. Just you have to do what you have to do. Personal feelings aside. Although Mike Patton said he thought I said PB and J, and now I'm hungry. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I can use one right now. Fresh white oh, bread. Fre- yeah, fresh PB and J right now. Except right, I don't really a- like pe- peanut butter, almond butter for me. Almond butter. No, I, I need that creamy peanut butter. I, I don't like chunky. You guys into chunky? Any cream? No, creamy peanut butter. Yes. If I'm trying to eat crunchy peanuts, I'm like, just get peanuts. Just go get peanuts. <laughs> I go, peanut butter is supposed to be smooth like butter. You know what I also like? Instead of jelly, I like jam. Jam I is like better. raspberry. Raspberry jam raspberry? and butter. I feel like jam is more thick. It's got more of a bold flat. I don't know. Blackberry know. jam, underrated. Oh, it okay. is. Oh, yeah. blackberry is very good. I know. Yeah. I've never been a big cherry fan, but I don't know. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, it, yeah. Mike was at the game last week, uh, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, you saw Debo live and how ridiculous he is. My God, mm-hmm. unbelievable. All right, so I got the bronze. So yeah, Nikki, you get two picks now. Oh God, <laughs> um, I don't, Jay. I don't think I took Aaron Jones yet, have I? I don't think I did. Aaron Jones. That would be a great pick if you haven't. Let's see. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Nikki, so far. Who's that? Is that you? No. No. You're good. All right. Thank you so much, Jay, for keeping track of this. (laughs) You got it, man. No problem. I do keep track, but then sometimes I feel like I I missed something or I feel like Jay has the final version and everything. (laughs) Good thing I write the same. I write stuff down. But you write it down. You don't even put it on a – you just write it. That's crazy. I I write it, yeah. I'm not going to start uploading shit in my computer. That takes too damn long. Too much (laughs) Leave it on a piece of paper and don't lose it. That's all. I'm good. (laughs) Oh, cool. I like it. Yeah, Uh, right? Real old. (laughs) Bring out my Commodore 64 in this bitch. All right. (laughs) You got one more. I guess I need to grab a tight end. Grab I also him. need, I also need defense. Uh, yeah, I haven't taken Dalton Schultz, so I'll, I'll give that a whirl. All right. He's been picked three weeks in a row, and he's done pretty well, actually. Because <laughs> we're, we're down to nothing on tight no. But he's a good player, though. He is. He's a good yeah. player. Yeah. Good player. All right. So we'll come back to you, Nick. You'll end up having the last pick, I believe. All right. I got Dak Metcalf, the Browns. I need a tight end. And lately, let me just make sure the matchup, because lately this guy's been getting the ball from Mr. Matt Ryan, but with the Bills, oh, man. They haven't taken pitch yet? No, I was thinking the other one, Hayden Hurst, believe it or not. Oh, okay. But I think I may go the other way with the other team and go with Dawson Knox. Oh, yeah. Knox is productive, man. He He always finds him. Yeah, yeah, right. You found him in the end zone last week on that shovel pass. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, hopefully he can get me more than 8.8 points. So, Knox, I'll take. All right. Uh, D, you got Hurts, Taylor, and Debo. Damn, you got a nice team so far. Tight end and defense you need. You got two picks in a row. Okay, so for tight end, I'm going to take Cole Komet. Okay. Yeah, against the Giants. Good pick. Yes, it is. 
Um, for <laughs> and for defense, have I taken the Bucks defense? Let's give it a look. All right. Hates peanut butter. Peanut butter is healthy for you, too. Bucks No. No peanut butter. The worst is peanut butter and chocolate. Gross. I'm peanut butter and chocolate. It's so good together. And I'm married to a recent snack, but I just can't. I don't like the smell. I don't like the combo of chocolate and peanut butter. Mm. You know what's funny? I tried the all peanut butter uh, uh, Reese's cups. They're actually pretty good. Like I don't know how it's different peanut butter, <laughs> but, but somehow they made it work. Butter? Yeah, there's an all peanut butter Reese's cups now. I, I can't have it. I, I can't do it. Can't do it. Oh, can't do it. No, I didn't know Dawson Knox went to the same high school as Mike Patton. It's really interesting. No kidding. Wow. Nice. All right, Cole Komet, you got you got your defense now. Yeah, I take the Bucks. No, no, I'm sorry. No, you haven't taken the Bucks. I apologize. Nope, you're good. You're good. All right, so, yeah, I'll I'm take the taking bucks. the Bucks. Yeah. I don't need to triple check on this. No, you're good. You haven't taken the Bucks. What the hell is that? Oh. <laughs> Personal information. Okay. All right. My last pick. I got Dak Metcalf, Knox, the Browns, and I knew I can save him because you guys both took him. David Montgomery against the Giants defense. Mm-hmm. Good one. Nikki, close it out with your last pick, which will be your defense for the week. I don't really have much of a choice here, so I guess give me Seattle's defense. Okay. All right. Well, it's either that, the Giants, or Minnesota. I. Uh... Yeah, I know. We're, we're definitely running out of options, and yeah, some teams are playing some pretty damn good teams. So Seattle against the Lions, that makes sense. You know, out in the elements, they're a dome team, the Lions. So actually, it's not a bad pick. It's really not a bad pick at all. I like that. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. All right, so quick rundown. Damien, uh, who is the defending champion in both the weekly picks and in the freaky fantasy football draft, has got Jalen Hurts, Jonathan Taylor, Debo Samuel, Cole Komet, and the Bucks defense. Wait. I have – yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I think my, t- my team might give him a little run for his money over here with Dak Prescott, David Montgomery. He, man, he's tough. DK Metcalf, I don't know what color hair he'll have, Dawson Knox, and uh, the Browns defense, and Nikki. You got Russell Wilson, OBJ, which is not so probably end up getting 30 points for you just because you picked him. Aaron Jones, Dalton Schultz, and the Seattle Seahawks defense. That rounds out week 17, freaky fantasy football draft. Damn. We went through all this, all these tight ends. Like, Nikki had to throw it in there, and we we're still doing it. We got one more week left. <laughs> one week left. And then we got to figure out something new for the playoffs, right? We got to figure start out. Start over. Yeah. I guess we start over, right? I guess we yeah, have to. Yeah, to start well, you over. have to. We're picking from a nice talent pool. Also. We literally would be on backups at that point if we didn't start yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. There's no way we could do it. No, it'd yeah. be impossible. Yeah, plus we're only limited to, what, 14 teams? So forget yeah. it. Yeah, so, a nice reshuffle, and yeah, yeah. Oh, yo, Chris, thanks, man. Jam is a lot better, bro. Yep, I agree. Yeah, yeah, jam is better. Jam's, I agree. The, jam's the jam. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Chris Lewis, the second in the chat. Yeah, yeah. he's in there, baby. I love oh, it. Man. I love it when like, the guys pop it. Good to nah, jam is definitely good. Like, my, my defense jammed his offense on Madden last night. Boom. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no. He had to put it on you at the end of the show like that. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, hey. Madden. You Ooh. see, Madden lives on forever in all of us. It's an amazing thing. 
Jonathan. Anything a great housewife. That was a read. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. All right. Fun stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, Damien. He's best with you right there. I love it. <laughs> Normally, the season would be over this week, but we got one more to go. So that means we'll be back next Wednesday night with probably a clearer picture as to what's going on in the playoffs. And the week after, we make our predictions. You know, I, look, I'll tell you right off the bat, I ain't even going to lie. I'm, regardless, I am not going away from what I picked. I'm sticking with uh, Green Bay and Tennessee. Nikki, both of your teams appear that they're going to be in, right? You got right. the Chiefs and the Bucks. The Chiefs and the Bucks. I think um, for right now, I'm going to stick with it. All right. And Damian, I, if you want to. You know, but Buffalo and the 49ers, they're both in it right now, also. And who knows? Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. Trey Lance freaking takes off and goes on a run, right? Holy crap. Yeah, it's it's looking a little shaky, but I gotta stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta stick with it. You gotta hold yeah, on gotta. to it. You absolutely yeah. have to. But you know what the cool thing is? The six teams that we picked, they're all pretty much nearly 100 percent gonna be in the battle, which is great. I love that. Like where I picked the 49ers to play Baltimore last year, 49ers won what five, six games, so that was a Travis Shamakery or whatever the hell you call it. Travis <laughs> Total disaster. But uh, no, our playoff teams are looking good this year. You know, we've all been, except for like one week, I think I think maybe we went under 500 or a game under 500 with our picks. But no, we've been doing really good. And when you when we get like, honestly, we're only picking five players and getting 120 fantasy points like we've done a lot, that's pretty crazy because usually it's a nine on a team, Yeah, you know? That's pretty damn good. So we should give ourselves a pat on the back for that. Picking some crazy ass. There you go, Nikki, right there. <laughs> Left shoulder, right shoulder, salt and pepper, whatever you got. Dust it off. Dust the haters <laughs> off, yep. <laughs> All the Rams haters. Think Matt uh, Dower can't do it. Yep. Oh, look at this. Mike just chiming in real quick before we end the show. That Bobby Wagner, who has been one of the best middle linebackers in the game for the yeah. best decade, without a doubt, Looks like uncertain next year in Seattle. They may be falling apart. I would say I'd love to go after Bobby Wagner, but we play a 4-3, and 49ers got Fred Warner. So yeah. I'm, I ain't going to trade out the young gun for uh, for Bobby Wagner as much as I respect Bobby. I picked him for Defensive Player of the Year last year, and this year I think he's like second in tackles. But, uh, again, a bad team thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what kills him. Shoot. Yeah, we're going to have to look back at who we picked, you know, with like Coach of the Year and, you know, Rookie – but. Micah Parsons, I think that's one that we all nailed. Oh, DJ, yeah, for sure. That's, 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 a, that's a slam dunk. Yeah. Do you think that Brian Flores, who was my coach of the year pick, if they actually win out these last two games, do you think that he can win coach of the year, guys? Oh, man. They usually tend to vote for, you know, the, the teams at the top for coach of the year. Yeah. And I can I see think it was Andy Reid. That's the thing. I was just going to say that I can see them going like, oh, Andy Reid at the beginning of the year. He had to make coaching adjustments to get to this point. Okay, you know what? That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. I can see them saying Andy Reid. I think we definitely got Kingsbury out of there. So I'm glad yeah. about that. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So, yeah, I think uh, Bill Belichick is still being the running. That's a good so, point. Yep. Yeah, but I think Andy Reid might be the favorite now looking at it. Or him or uh, who was it, Matt LaFleur last year? Who won it last year? Um. Oh my God, <laughs> was it Lafleur? I don't remember. I don't yeah. think it was Lafleur. It was Vrabel. Oh my God! Yeah. I think it was Flores. Could come. Cl- oh, that's well, funny. Well, we have Google, so let's. Yeah, let's find out. Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm curious. Yeah. 
Because so Matt LaFleur also can be there because he if this oh, is his Stefanski. Oh, well, Stefanski. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. So yeah. Matt LaFleur also would be a good candidate as well. So he hasn't won it yet. And he's he yeah. hasn't been bad. He's never been bad as a head coach. Like the Packers have been one of the best teams every, every year. year. He's been there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's got I can tell you right? though, if course, Cincinnati yeah. can like really do one. something, then Zach Taylor should win it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's an interesting one. one. Yeah. We got to give him credit. You know, yeah, we definitely yeah. do. Even though, like, you know, D, you're talking about, you know, you know, they could be here and there and everything a little sloppy. But if they find their stride now, that's it. That's what we keep talking about. Look, we're at the end of December. New Year's coming around in a couple of days. This is when you have to play your best football going into the playoffs. And if that's any indicator of what Cincinnati did last week, then they're going to look pretty good. A lot of weapons. But defensively, if I was a Bengals fan, that's what would scare me a little bit. So there may be a lot of shootouts. We'll see. We'll see. For sure. Very interesting. Oh, Kansas City, Cincinnati this week. Can't wait for that one. It's going to be great. Yeah. going to be great. Nikki. Yes. How many freaking reality TV shows are you watching now? <laughs> <laughs> All the reality TV shows. No, but um, the only new episode was Vanderpump Rules last night because it's Christmas week, New Year's week. So not uh-huh. much. But we do have a lot going on at 3rd and 3 coming up for 2022. We're going to get our fundraiser going for our dance soloist. Um, and we have some exciting things in the works with Right On Sports, the Jersey City chapter. Um, we're going to be working on getting some sponsors with them, helping the kids get their three-week summer camp going. So I will put all that information up on the website. We appreciate any donations to either or. Um, we got to get... Uh, her name's Eva. We got to get Eva to the Dance Nationals, um, which is the yes. old studio I used to teach at. So we're going to get her and her teacher on the show in a couple weeks. Um, and then, like I said, we have some good things going on for uh, Right On Sports. And that will all be on the 3rd and 3 podcast.com website. I love it. Nikki doing amazing work behind the scenes as she always does. No doubt. Yeah, Nikki, great job. I love it. And it's such a cool thing too, you know, to do. It's not like we're just doing this for like, you know, some sort of like praise or anything like this is like real deal stuff. And and I love it. It's real deal. Like Damien right there. No doubt. (laughs) Speaking of Damien. Oh, Mike's saying dance soloist. You're going to let Damien dance on this bad boy. (laughs) I won't dance on the professionals. Come on. I will choreography to them right Shoot. Yeah. d doing big things boxing you put out a great article on third and three also man uh like i said you're a busy brother and you do your thing man oh thank you so much yes all three of us have recently put out some articles on third and three podcast.com nikki's about the future is female or the future is woman uh it was a very good article i really love reading that one and the way you broke it down and different things that are going on in sports with women was really good. So yeah. I really encourage people to go ahead and check out that article as well. Uh, Jay's article previewing the Chiefs versus Bengals game. Great detailed yeah. preview. Like, he, he, you know his prediction now, but go read why he makes that prediction. He definitely does a good job on that. Uh, there are later, the latest article I did was kind of ex- experimental. I did one where I compare boxers to basketball players and who – mirrors each other's in their careers. I think people enjoyed it. So if you haven't checked that yeah. one out, it's called uh, NBA and Boxing Parallels. So go ahead and check that one out for me. Let us know what you think of the website and those articles, all right? I and- liked it. I thought that was a great idea. Well, that was really well done. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And you can go ahead and follow me on all social media platforms at The Real Deal WDA. That's The Real Deal W as in Whiskey, D as in Delta, A as in Alpha. 
Uh, my podcast is called The Real Deal with Damian Adams. So if you are listening to this podcast, go on the podcast app and search The Real Deal with Damian Adams. Go ahead and subscribe. Listen to our latest show. I had Chris on, who I was teasing earlier about destroying him in Madden. But I had him on. <laughs> <laughs> I had him on that show. We, it was a great episode. You know, he definitely knows his boxing. And we had yeah. a, a year recap of what happened in boxing. And I'll be doing the episode probably tonight about my NBA New Year's resolutions. So oh. I think you guys uh, yeah, will enjoy that one as well. So go ahead and subscribe to The Real Deal with Damian Adams so you can get that show right away. Make sure you send that bad boy right over to me, man. I, I want to hear that. That would be great. Awesome. Yes, yes. Thirdandthreepodcast.com. Get over there. We're going to put our picks up. We're going to put our freaky fantasy football draft up. We got articles up there, like we said. Nikki, amazing job. D, killing it. I got my preview for uh, the Chiefs and um, Bengals game. Might be a couple more coming out as we have time. No Thursday night game, so we'll see. And, uh, yeah, we want you guys to come check it out. Of course, the podcast is there. If you missed anything, you can go back. Listen to the whole thing again in any podcast that we've done before. We'll be back next Wednesday night. But for now, like Chris Berman would say, on the opposite side, let us be the first to wish you a happy new year. Everybody, happy new year. year. That's (laughs) right, 2022. We'll see you.